Alright, hello everyone, and welcome to episode 34 of the Cartridge Club Podcast. I am Player 2, and although Player 1 is not with me this month, I am happy to say he will be with us next month, so uh, his sale is coming to an end. You can all look forward to uh, having him in your eardrums next month. So yeah, sadly he's not here this month. However, I am joined by four amazing guests. Uh, first up, we got a returning guest. Uh, renowned Resident Evil 4 fan, Lo Burton. Thanks Funny. again for being on, Lo. Yeah, huh? Yeah, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. See, I'm just as vulgar as P1, so I've got it covered. <laughs> perfect, perfect. We, we had to have that balance, so that's why we brought you in. We, we it, it's been too tame the last few months. <laughs> it has been very tame. I'm happy you're here. <laughs> um, actually, where can people find you? Buried in a hole somewhere? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my website is called And Then She Games. That's where I rattle on about my uh, getting old with video games. I love it. And semi-popular on uh, Twitter, or my handle is at Nintendo, because I'm funny. <laughs> very witty, very witty. I love it. Very punny. Uh -huh. So yeah, definitely check out Lo. Um, and she's been on a few other podcasts before. Um, you'll get to know she. Yeah, nobody listens to those. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> I think they're Still like our fighting. highest rated ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so well, thanks for coming back, Lo. I know that uh, Sonic's not exactly your jam, but uh, we'll get to that. It's going to be rough, but you know what? I missed you so much. I'm just going to talk it out. <laughs> um, I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, next up, we have another returning guest. This time, it's Rocket Sauce, who uh, I'm pretty sure actually he said he would leave the club if he wasn't on the Sonic episode. So yep. uh, thanks for coming back, Sauce. Well, thanks for having me here. Uh, you know, Where can uh, find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter right now at the moment at it's rocket sauce, and uh, just follow me there for for the time being. Who knows what'll happen? Um, I'm not gonna say much more, but just follow me on Twitter for now. Oh, I'm excited! You got me intrigued yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I look forward to your future endeavors. But yeah, definitely check out Rocket Sauce on Twitter for sure. You can often find him also fighting with Kevin over on the Retro Pendango forums. Yep. <laughs> okay. Next up, actually, we have two new guests coming up next. Um, first up, he's actually a huge Sonic fan um, and also a YouTuber, and that's Retro Pixel. Welcome Greetings to the show, all. Retro. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Uh, RetroPixel.ca. Uh, all my contact info is on there. The videos, everything can be found on that website. Awesome, awesome. Well, we're happy to have you here. I know you're a big fan of Sonic, so I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Okay, last but not least, we have uh, Jeremy Threeb, I believe is what they uh, called him on the latest Retro <laughs> Fandango podcast. Um, yeah, he's I, the club's number one third eye blind fan. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say that before. Jeremy Threeb, I love it. Yeah, that was the first for me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Jeremy Threeb, that's your Twitter handle, right? Um, Correct. So, why don't you tell everybody uh, where they can find you and where that name comes from? Uh, well, uh, on Twitter, like you mentioned, Jeremy3B, and uh, YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, the name origin is basically uh, the band Third Eye Blind. <laughs> I love it. It's, I uh, love it. Yeah, it's it's um it's my name and uh, and those uh, you know three B uh, because it's never taken. <laughs> it's <laughs> some Fair that enough. I held Fair on enough. to for the last sixteen years. So I yeah, love <laughs> I love it. Well, we're happy to have you here. Um, Great. Yeah. So yeah, that's that, that's our crew for the month. Um, it's actually been a pretty fast month. This month has flown by. No pun no pun intended to the fact that we are playing Sonic. But yeah, my God, I can't believe it's the end of June already. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, 
technically <clears throat> the club has been playing the first three games um plus sonic and knuckles this podcast we are technically just covering the first sonic game but i'm sure some other things will, will get mentioned as we go through um, In air quotes the first <laughs> sonic game yes the original right um because i believe this is the 25th anniversary for sonic Can just a couple days ago yeah man that is insanity i wow. feel old now yeah, yeah i'm trying not to think about it <laughs> the madness the madness okay so for those of you who don't know sonic is a side-scrolling platformer um he was created pretty much to compete with nintendo's mario they were asked to create a mascot for uh, for sega sonic is what they came up with he was given like an edgier uh, attitude sort of compete against mario um it came out in june of 91 which is actually one month before it came out in japan did anybody know that that's crazy came out here first that's a rarity. Yeah, you, you never hear that. Weird, eh? But anyway, that's Sonic. Um, it's a speed-based platformer. This was my first time actually playing through the game. Um, I've never made it past Marble Zone when I was a kid, when I would play it at my friend's house. Was never that interested. Um, I was always a Nintendo Nintendo kid. Um, but yeah, this was my first time playing through it. Got all the way through it on my first sit-down, which was pretty, uh, I was pretty happy about. Um, but yeah, that's me. This is sort of my first experience with it. How about you guys? Lo, let's let's hear your origins with, with Sonic. I, I might be Sonic. <laughs> I, it's actually I, I mean, based on you? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Well, I'm never that fast, but um, I, I'm pretty sure I know these levels better than he does, so wow, one has wow. to wonder. Um, no, I mean, I've said thousands of times before, I'm a Jenny girl. This is my system, so uh, I, I guess I got it right away. Yeah. I don't really remember. It was 25 years ago, but I know. Um, you know, back then, I, I feel like we just spent so much more time with our games, and uh, this is definitely one I've clocked more than a couple of hours. And <laughs> I can understand that. You know what? Because thinking back, this came out the same year that Super Mario World came out, and I spent so many hours with that because that was my game that I had. Um, and you're right, we 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 play, replayed things over and over again back then. Um, so yeah, well, I'm happy to hear this isn't your first foray with Sonic then. To say the least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. How about, uh, how about, uh, let's go with RetroPixel. Was this your first time? No, definitely not your first time. Tell us about your origins with Sonic. Well, my origins would be a neighbor friend of mine had the Genesis before I did, and he had the Sonic, the original one. That's where I sort of first started playing it. But the first Sonic title that I actually owned was uh, Sonic 2 when I got the Model 2 Genesis for Christmas. So that's where my love for the franchise really came in. But with the original title, it's always sort of been a more sticky title, but for some reason I really love it a lot more than a lot of the others because instead of it focusing purely on speed, there is a lot of slow platforming that you have to do to not take a hit. And that's always kind of been... The Achilles heel, but yet the appeal for me. Hmm, interesting. So, yeah, I, I know a lot of people talk about that, and we're going to get into it later on. There is sort of a uh, a stop-and-go mechanic where sometimes you really want to go fast, and sometimes you have to go slow and take your time. Um, so you thought that was a great thing. You you enjoyed that about the first Sonic. Surprisingly, yeah. I know a lot of people hate it. For me, personally, I personally like that aspect because it's the one game that did it different. Interesting. I don't know. That's a good, good way of looking at it, actually. Okay, cool. Um, so did you beat it this month, just out of curiosity? 
I beat it the first day. Okay, perfect. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Jeremy, uh, what is what are your origins with Sonic? Well, I'm also a uh, Sega kid, you know, or, or I was. <laughs> I'm not now. I'm but, so uh, mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got this for Christmas as a pack-in, along with uh, Fantasy Star 3. Not oh, as nice. a pack-in. Yeah. Um, I think when we picked it up, I spent only about 10 minutes playing through Sonic and... Uh, Went back to went to Fantasy Star Three because I'm more into role playing games. But uh, let's see, I, I as a kid I could never beat the Labyrinth Zone. It's a tough one. So that was always a yeah that was always a sticking point for me, and it gave me nightmares for the next 25 years until <laughs> I was able to uh, finally sit down this month and play through it and beat it legitimately. Awesome. Without the level select code. It was that water music that uh, gave you the nightmares, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's losing the air that gives you the nightmares. So scary. <laughs> the countdown music, yeah. Oh, so scary, so scary. All right, cool. Well, wow, I think I'm the only one who uh, didn't grow up with Sonic. Rocket Sauce, you're my last hope. I, I grew up with Sonic. Also. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my first, uh, I guess, origins with the game is... Um, I was presented the choice uh, when I was a kid between getting a Genesis and getting a Super Nintendo. And at the time, I think my parents wanted me to shift to go towards going to the Genesis because I think it was slightly cheaper than the Super Nintendo. Okay. Yeah. And there was at the time when I got it, I remember clearly why the main reason why I picked the Genesis over the Super Nintendo was that there was four. Uh, there was like a bundle where they gave you four games. Uh, and it was Sonic was the pack, and so that was like automatic. And then they gave you, I think, Golden Axe. Uh, I think there was a Joe Montana football and maybe Altered Beast. Wow. So in my idea as a kid, I didn't know anything about Sonic. It was just like four games is better than one. Yeah. Because <laughs> for Super Nintendo was Mario World. So I rolled with that, and I think basically because of Golden Axe. But then I discovered Sonic being in the game, um, and I think I played that the first game more than all the other three. I mean, I, I really do enjoy access to the reason I bought it, but I really, did, really didn't touch the Joe Montana football at the time. And uh, Alter Beast, Beast was just okay, in my opinion. But uh, Sonic really stuck with me because of the attitude, the waking of the finger, you know, and the colors, yeah, yeah. how good the music was. It just kind of resonated with me. And then I just, um, you know, later on the series, Sonic 2 came, and that got even better. So Sonic really grew with me, you know, what made me a, more of a Genesis kid than a Super Nintendo kid. Man, think back, uh, Rocket Sauce. If you had chosen, you had two paths to go down your whole life. Yep. One was Genesis. One would have been awesome. <laughs> wow. Genesis chose the right one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I guess I'm the only one who's lived like a sort of semi charmed kind of life. Oh, oh my oh, God. Oh. <laughs> wow. Once you step back wow. in the like right. it was like two minutes. I was just waiting to put that in there. All right, all right, cool. So I'm the only Nintendo guy. This is crazy. Wow. Um, Finally, a good podcast. <laughs> oh boy. All right. One month till he gets back. I can't wait. All right. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, yeah. I guess I was the only one who was fresh to this. That is pretty interesting to me. Okay. Cool. So let's dive right into the game then. Um, so first, we're going to talk about the story of the game, which is pretty deep. Pretty deep platforming story here. We have Dr. Robotnik. He's the bad guy. Um, or Eggman. What, what, what's his official name? 
I think in Japan it was Eggman, and then when I brought it over here, they renamed him Robotnik. Okay, all right. Mm. The only reason I stick with that is because you can call him Buttnik, and that's amazing. Oh, boy. <laughs> you don't get that many opportunities in life. Call exactly. Uh, I, I was kind of wondering where the Eggman name came from, because growing up, I was it was always Robotnik. No, I mean, uh, you know, the origins, I didn't realize it was what they called him in Japan. They're very literal in Japan. Yeah, why, yeah. <laughs> why do you think they did change it? Do you just think Eggman wouldn't have flown here? Oh. Stupid name to begin with. But... <laughs> it is so Robotnik stupid. is a little more menacing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. He sounds like an evil Russian scientist or something. You know, it's it's more... It's To me, it's more, I guess, you know, American, if you will. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. For a villain. Yeah, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so does anybody prefer to call him Eggman, just out of curiosity? Everybody's nope. a Robotnik fan, right? Okay. I've always ever really referred to it as Robotnik, to be honest. Okay. All right. Same here, same here. Okay, so Dr. Robotnik is attempting to steal all of the Chaos Emeralds uh, to harness their power for evil. Uh, does anybody know where the Chaos Emeralds came from? Is that ever mentioned? Perhaps in a manual. Uh, what does Wikipedia say? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> all right, get on that. What? Process. I'm going to keep reading. <laughs> I'm not there. I, I have to have all my all by memory. <laughs> the only theory I have is if you pay attention to the later games, um, there's the Master Emerald or whatever it's called. Oh. And they could be chipped off of that. Oh, very good. And where did the Master Emerald come from? It's floating Angel Island. Oh, very good. See, uh, I, I, you're the Sonic Pro. That's why, we're, that's why we have you here on here. It's perfect. It's perfect. Okay, so <laughs> Dr. Robotnik, he's trying to get all these emeralds. Um, he imprisons all of these little animals um, into robots in order to fight off Sonic and whatnot. And that sort of becomes his evil army while he tries to get the emeralds. Um, so Sonic is going out to try and save his animal friends. And that's the premise of the game. Uh, yeah, pretty interesting stuff. More than enough to keep me going. Um... Yeah, what did you guys think of the overall story? Rocket Sauce, what do you think of the story of Sonic? It's, it's a very basic, you know, story for a platformer. Uh, well, talking with Kevin from Buried on Mars, I think he made the greatest point to it, why he likes Robotnik and comparing okay. to it. It's, more like a, it's like a Saturday morning cartoon where okay. you have the evil, you know, villain basically and Sonic just, uh, just you know, just like, come on, guy. and You, you know, you know, like he, he makes him fail basically. It's like the villain... Every at the end of every episode uh, fails. Yeah, that's for, fair uh, enough. For the cartoon, that's so, you that's know, a good it's, way to and, look at it. It is like a Saturday every, morning cartoon. The whole game, yeah, it makes sense. Every every act is a different uh, episode, if you will. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good way of looking at it. I like that. I like that analogy actually. It seems to me the story was more invented to serve the purpose of the game rather than the other way around. Right. Right. Yeah, they pretty much could have slapped anything onto there, <laughs> but it works. It works. It's all that matters. Okay, cool. Was there any other thoughts on the story before we get into the gameplay? It was better the second time around. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, well, tell me about the story of the second game there, Lo. Uh, it gets a lot bigger. Really? Uh, vir virtually the same story, but it continues on to 3 and Knuckles. So oh. the Sonic 2 is essentially just a rehash of Sonic 1 with improvements. Okay. okay. As a game, anyway. All right. Mm. That makes and sense. you get Miles. Yeah, Miles. Miles Prowler. Miles Prowler. Prowler. <laughs> I don't. Should, get, we just, yeah. should we just kill the elephant in the room and explain that? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Miles per hour. Oh boy! All right then. <laughs> the little bastard that doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody seems to hate tails. What is that about? Invincible uh, I, uh, mutant fox. 
I do not hate Tails here. Okay, this, perfect. This is definitely a pro Tails fanboy over here. Okay, all right. Does everybody agree with Rocket House? Does everybody like Tails? Maybe I'm wrong. I, I always preferred to use Tails in song, too. Okay. Tails alone. Not... <laughs> I removed them from the game personally. <laughs> okay, so it's very hit or miss with Tails. All right. What are the I preferred going solo on that one. Does Tails add anything to the gameplay? Uh, he's orange. Okay. <laughs> but he plays just like Sonic? <laughs> yeah. Well, it... He he makes the game, uh, I think, easier, okay. especially if you're going to do a two-player game. It's okay. it is probably the best uh, older brother, you know, sibling game basically you can have because you can give your younger sibling the Sonic, you know, the Tails character. Because if you plug in the controller, uh, he will have you know you can just have him beat up Robotnik and all the villains and not worry about wasting your co- you know your rings. I was about to say coins there, but uh, your rings. Oh, you can't get that word. What's up? You can't get hit as tails. You do, but he comes back at me right away, so you don't have to oh, worry about it. You don't have to I worry about you know. know that. You're not yeah. sacrificing lives. Yeah. Wow. You can you can do that in the single player too. You just have to be crafty about where you position him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. When I was playing through two, I found that tails would sometimes get stuck on Robotnik and he would die automatically. It was great, but uh, <laughs> I didn't realize you could actually control him with the second player. That's pretty cool. Interesting. Okay. It also added the racing mode into. Yeah, the split screen, right? That's the. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I vaguely remember playing that at a friend's house when I was very young. Okay, so yeah, uh, that's the story for one and a little bit of two. <laughs> Let's get into the gameplay for one. The controls. Um, this is sort of the biggest thing that comes out when people talk about Sonic is whether they like or dislike the controls and how he handles that kind of thing. I would like to hear your guys' thoughts. Um, we'll start with you, Jeremy. What did you think of how Sonic controls? Well, I spent a lot more time playing Sonic 2 over the years, and coming back to Sonic 1, it was kind of shocking how clunky it was in comparison. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, yeah, um, getting stuck on hills and stuff, uh, not having that uh, that down and jump uh, right. spin dash spin move. Dash, right, right. Is that what it's called, spin dash? Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, kind, of, um, kind of missed out on that quite a bit. Mm, so you found it a little sloppy going back to the first one then. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. Summarize it like that. <laughs> okay. All right. No, that's interesting. How about uh, how about you, RetroPixel? What do you think? I will start off uh, with what Jeremy said, but no spin dash. Yeah. That was added in, I believe it was called the 15th anniversary on Game Boy Advance off the top of my head. It was okay. a very terrible, terrible port, but they added that in there, but it's not worth playing just because it is so butchered. <laughs> well, uh-huh. But it has spin dash. It does have the spin dash. <laughs> Which I know is a lot of thing, or probably the main thing most people bitch about not having. Right. Uh, me personally, like I mentioned at the beginning, yeah, there is a lot of slowdown in terms of you can get stuck on a hill, so you have to run backwards and then gain momentum to go back again. I personally really enjoy it for some reason. I know it sounds bizarre. I mean, I grew up with uh, two and three more so than one, and you know, you just go, 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 and you, the screen's just flying by. But I tend to really like the change with one in terms of, okay, I got to jump to this platform, wait for those spikes to drop, jump to this platform, go. I don't know why it is, like I said at the beginning, I guess because it's so different than any other version or release that they've put out since, I tend to really enjoy it, but I'm probably on the very low percentage of that. Well, um, 
I got to tell you, I agree with you completely. And I thought nobody else was going to say it. <laughs> I thought I was going to be the only one to say it. That is actually my favorite part of the first one is the more slow and, and methodical uh, areas um, and actually having to think about where you're going and, and take your time. And then you have those moments where you do go fast and you get to run around and stuff. Um, but the challenge of that, I, I enjoyed. I think maybe because I am a Mario fan and it felt more, I mean, Mario fan. Perfect. It does it does feel more uh, familiar, I think. Um, than that is that. a fair way of putting it. It makes it feel more like a platformer than right. like, I hate to say it, but I can't think of anything else off the top of my head, more than a run and gun style. You right, actually have right. to really have precision jumping. Right. That's I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought of it the same way as you. And um, I'll get more into it a little bit later on why I think that. But, um, but yeah, don't feel like uh, you're alone. <laughs> uh, low. He didn't call it the low percentage for no reason. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like the, It's definitely improved in two, and you don't realize when you switch to two how spoiled you are because they really they dumbed it down quite a bit. But when you get the hang of controlling Sonic 1, it's just so rewarding. Yeah. And, just, yeah, I mean, that, that first time you're standing on a hill in Green Hill and you jump and you go backwards and you're like, WF. But yeah. <laughs> when you realize, like... There's a, a balance of momentum and then platforming that you have to master in order to be good at this game. And being like playing it this month has taught me how st it's such a strange feeling to be one of the people that feels like they're good at this game. Yeah. And granted, it's because I have 25 years of experience and, you know, I, I've figured it out and I've memorized a lot of things. So I have a lot going for me. And I can understand somebody who's playing this for the first time would get really frustrated. But when you do master it, it's such a good feeling. Like, it's got that platforming reward that you don't really get from any other game, I feel. No, I can definitely agree. Um, there were moments where I would get through a level, um, die, and I'd even have to continue sometimes. And then going through that level, even just that second or third time, um, you're that much faster and you're that much better. Um, and it is very enjoyable. But yeah, other than that, um, it does feel very uh, rewarding when you get when you know what's coming up, and then you can prepare for it. The game is very smooth and, and fluent, um, and having that knowledge, it must be such a better experience knowing what's coming up and being able to just fly through it. Um, so yeah, definitely rewarding. I think is a good way to, to describe it, like you said, um, once you actually do master it. So yeah, um, it is challenging. I, I agree. This was sort of my first time through, um, and the more you get to know it. The more fun it does get. I won't deny that. Um, Rocket Sass. Yes. Uh, well, I've been hearing this game as clunky, and I've been hearing it as you know glitchy. And I'm going to be honest, I don't see it. Uh, to me, it's pretty close to perfect. Now, it's not perfect, but it's pretty <laughs> close to it. Um, well, I think the one thing I really like about it is it is... Uh, I think here's part of the problem is people want to compare it to other platformers. Uh, like Mario, a lot of platformers, you know, are just basically copying Mario. Sonic isn't Mario. He is very different from it. There's no run button to hold down to make him run faster. You just hold left or hold right, sorry, mm -hmm. and you jump. And it's 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 not a slow paced game. It's you know, it's basically all about momentum. And I you know I hear the going back and having to do it. Well, that's what you just gotta do. You just gotta jump a little bit and get a little bit more momentum. And it was perfected in Sonic too. And, you know, the other added elements, you know, that, you know, make Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 different, like, 
giving tails the ability to fly and knuckles being able to glide you know mm-hmm. it you know it changes the you know the game more but uh i i don't see the 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 trouble with you know trying to master a game that isn't very that long you know it's pretty short you know it is short which i wish i actually appreciated um but the parts where say you're waiting for something to uh, to fall you're riding on one of those blocks across the lab that kind of thing mm-hmm. don't do you think the advent of a run button would have helped well the, those levels though usually require a little bit more platforming uh than the uh the like the green hill zone that one's more of just a, a run go uh level that one really isn't more of a Compared to Marble Zone, which is a much more slower pace level, right? Uh, it requires you to know, like they'll sit on the blocks and you know and coast. So but you, you can think, also th- uh, being able to have the option of going fast or slow, like having the run button. Do you think mm-hmm. that would have helped? Do you think people would say less about uh, about it being clunky or whatever? It would defeat yeah. the purpose of it being Sonic. Yeah, enough, it'd just be enough. a Mario clone. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, very good. I like hearing that. I like hearing that. So you think they should have stuck with it? No run button. Well, I, I do prefer the spin dash, you know, I do prefer that, you know, that really, I think really helped, you know, set my love for Sonic 2 going forward, you know, making it a faster game, because that's, that's the, I think, why I love the Sonic games is because I want to go as fast as possible, right. I want to beat the game as fast as possible, I want to beat the level in under a minute if I can, you know, because once you, once you memorize it, that that's the biggest reward, well, like, I think that's what you were saying, you know, once, once you memorize it and you just, you just wipe through it, it's a great feeling. And the spin dash is its own thing, too. Like, it, it comes with its own stipulations. It isn't quite like a run button, mm-hmm. because you, there's still challenges and things that you have to learn to control the spin dash, yep. which even after 20-some-odd years, I can't get it right sometimes. <laughs> fair well, enough, the, fair you enough. want to talk about the spin dash real quick? And yeah, how it kind of works a little bit? Because yeah. there, there is um, six reps as you're maxed out on the spin dash. And if you hold it down too long, you lose your speed. I know because I've been watching speed uh, speedrunners do this because I love watching people speed run, speed run the Sonic games. And I've, after learning that, basically, that that really does. You will notice if you can get it down right at that six rev, you will you will take off the fastest you possibly can oh, cool. I didn't in the know Sonic that. games. That's cool. Hmm. I didn't know it had a set amount. I thought I just hit it four or five times and I'm good. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, that's new to me too. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I'd like to see a speed run. What's the fastest? Uh, what, what's an average time to beat this in a speed run? Uh, the first one, Rocket Sauce. Uh, without glitching, I think it's about forty minutes or just under forty minutes. Wow, I didn't think it would be that fast. That's awesome. Wow, cool. I mean, it's there's infuriating. Yeah. Well, there's glitch. <laughs> there's glitches that really will, you know, you can just skip like half a level if you. But people really, I don't know how they mine those levels where they're just holding down against the wall brick and also they fall through the floor and then bam, they're right there at the end. I don't, I don't understand how that works, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. even, even when you just watch somebody who's like a flawless player, it drives me insane. I've been playing this for 25 years and I can't play it that good. <laughs> These jerks come walking in, yeah. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> right on, right on. I'm going to have to watch one of those someday. That sounds fun. Okay, cool. So let's uh, talk about one of the biggest mechanics for Sonic is the ring system. How it works is uh, kind of like coins with Mario. You collect rings throughout the level. Um, if you get hit, you lose all of your rings. But as long as you have one ring and you get hit, you're fine. You just have to pick up another ring. Um, yeah, the rings serve a bunch of different purposes. Uh, 50 rings at the end of the stage gives you a bonus stage. Things like that. So let's talk about that system pretty pretty quickly. Uh, how about RetroPixel? What did you think of the ring system? I love it in the sense that you always have a second life, essentially, as long as you have one. Like you said, 
But in terms of the bonus stages, I hated it when you get to the end and you weren't prepared for it and you'd miss jumping in the hoop and oh. lose on that. Oh, that would piss me off to some belief like you wouldn't believe. Cause, and you'd even run back knowing, oh, I can jump into that. Well, no. It, it just it takes you, you and makes you walk off to the right on its own. It's like, uh, you bastard. <laughs> oh, that would suck. I, see, I've had a couple times where I ran past it, but I did manage to jump back in time. I didn't realize that it would actually cut you off. No, if you wait like even a fraction of a second too long to jump back into it, oh. it automatically walks you off the screen. You don't have that chance. That is painful. Ouch, that would hurt. Especially that big giant gold ring. It's so rewarding. You just want to jump into it. Well, it's right there. <laughs> just jump Sonic. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that that would be sad, actually. Um, Rocket Sauce, what did you think of the ring system? Uh, I love it. It is the, you know, in, you know you, you're fine as long as you have a ring. You know, how many times, like, I can just relax in a boss battle not worrying about it. You know, as long as I have one ring, I know I'm, I'm fine. Because I, you got, like, I want to say about... Two, two good seconds of invincibility mm -hmm. to, before you have to worry about getting hit. So you can just go to that ring. Hopefully you just don't get hit like all the way on the left side or the right side of the screen when fighting like a Robotnik fight because um, that's the only time you're like really screwed if it bounces in the wrong direction. Yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, if you hit a spike, you know, as long as you have a ring, you're fine, you know, so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. enjoy it. Yeah, it was definitely a unique system. I, I enjoyed it as well. Um it, especially for a game where they're encouraging you to go so fast and there are so many obstacles, it was smart of them, I think, to put that in there so you could just grab another ring and keep going. The only time it doesn't save you is if you get crushed. Right. It doesn't matter yeah. how many rings you have, you are done. You're done. Mm -hmm. You're falling into a pit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are no good. Um, what about you, Jeremy? What did you think of the ring system? Uh, pretty much the same as uh, Rocket Sauce and Retro Pixel. Uh, you know, I think it's a pretty awesome gameplay mechanic to yeah. uh, keep you from dying all the time as long as you have that one ring yeah. and I like the incorporation of the uh, bonus stage agreed in fact with the I, collection of the rings I agree completely and having the uh, a lot of people don't like the fact that um, you need to get into the bonus and stuff to get continues I mean there are you get continues two points as well but I think is that you collect 50 coins in the bonus stage and you get a continue is that how it works I believe that's correct it's actually 50 rings. 50 rings, okay. I, <laughs> I love that about, um, <laughs> um, about the game. I love that uh, it encourages you to have 50 at the end of the level. It makes you be very careful. You want to make sure you have your rings for the end because you're, you're going to need those continues later on. Um, and that's actually one of my favorite things about this game is making you really work to get those one-ups and those continues. It wasn't sort of just given to you. Um, yeah, I found that really rewarding. Uh, Lo, what did you think about the ring system? It adds another component to the game. Like it isn't just running and jumping. Right. Um, like everyone's already said, there's there's a sort of life system incorporated in with it, and then there's no shortage of rings either, and they're kind of hard to avoid. So the more rings you pick up, the better chances you are. Like even if you get hit, you're going to recollect more rings. You can get a hit again, then you can get hit again, you can get hit again. Right. And then yeah, if you end up in a boss fight with only one ring, that's still enough. Whereas in a lot of other games with your life system, one is never enough. Right, that's so true. <laughs> um, and then they, they built on it. I mean, 50 rings gets you a, a bonus stage or a continue, but 100 rings gets you a life. Right, right. And it also comes in later on in, in Sonic 2 and I guess 3, when you have all the Chaos Emeralds, that's how you instigate Super Sonic or Golden Sonic or whatever the hell you want to call them. Yeah. Which is super annoying. Oh, you didn't like them? 
I hate Supersonic. <laughs> Tell us why. He's, he just, it becomes that much more difficult to control. And also you're on a timer. So now it, it's, yeah, you got to go fast. You got to get boogieing because, you know, your days are numbered. And then uh, you got, and you lose your rings, right? Like you're losing your life source. So, yeah. I'll jump in on that. Actually, like you say, with Supersonic, you know, I did a points run for Twin Galaxies with Knuckles and Sonic 2. Nice. Yeah. And once you have all the emeralds and you're on, I believe it's the second last stage, damned if I remember what it's called, but you're on like an airship. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure you don't hit jump twice because if you turn into that supersonic state, you are screwed because you have to be pinpoint on to get onto those tiny ass little platforms that are moving. You are done. So I was sitting there making sure every jump was. <laughs> I press the button once, he lands on the ground, and then I hit it again. Otherwise, my run was done. It's really difficult not to hit that button more than once. <laughs> That's very interesting. Um, if Tails gets all of the... Does Tails turn into Super Tails? Yep. Oh, cool. cool. They're all technically Saiyans. Yeah, yeah. In the end, <laughs> I never thought of it that way, but that's beautiful. Super Saiyan Sonic. I like it. I like it. All right, cool. That's the ring system. It is very unique. Um, I think it's one of the most standard things of Sonic. Um, yeah, definitely overrated too. Nobody really talks about how great that system is. All right, let's get into our favorite and least favorite levels. Um, my favorite would probably be. I actually like Labyrinth Zone. I know no, no, most people don't, um, but I definitely this did not like. Is over. <laughs> I know I stand alone, um, but I don't like Scrap Brain Zone. Yeah, it was difficult, but yeah. Anyway, that's me. How about uh, I... Lo? Let's start with you. Can I just applaud you for saying it correctly? Oh, <laughs> I don't know what game you guys are playing, but Scrap Brain Zone is awesome. Brain Scrap Zone? I don't know what that is. <laughs> that's the worst one. Brain Scrap. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been funny for me to, to listen to people complaining about their least favorite levels because their least favorites are all my favorites. Um, I love Marble Zone. I think oh, yeah. that's just an excellent exercise in platforming and Sonic platforming, which is unique. Yep, yep. Um, and Spring Yard. I like Spring Yard because it's like the chaotic zone. Yes. Yeah. And it, it takes such skill, really, to master that zone. You know what's funny? That zone scared the crap out of me because I kept waiting for something, <laughs> something to just destroy me. Um, but yeah, so if you wait around long enough, they come for you. Those little ball enemies—they oh, show yeah. up and shoot you. Oh, terrifying! Terrifying. <laughs> uh, that's another thing I, I forgot to mention. Playing Sonic is I'm constantly on edge um, because they don't give you unlimited continues. <laughs> but anyway, I love that about it. But anyway, sorry to interrupt. Low. Were there any uh, that you didn't like? Um, yeah, I mean, Labyrinth Zone is, is misleading because you get in there and it's got the catchiest music you've ever heard in your life. Yeah. And then you drown. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Yeah. It's, in, in all my years, especially that last zone, it's, uh, I, I still can't master it. Like, that's definitely where I lose the most lives. And it's a good thing I can rack them up real quick because I just blow through them in Labyrinth. Right, that's the one where uh, you have to jump up and get out of the... Yep. Yeah, run for your life. And then, of course, in, in Scrap Brain, the last one, you end up running backward. Right. And it's like it's insult to injury. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, very cool. Um, how about you, Rocket Sauce? Your favorite and least favorite. 
Um, I'm going to back low on this one because I think Marble Zone might be my uh, favorite zone in the whole game. Interesting. Uh, it's something, the music is just so good in it, and the uh, I love the slowdown of it, you know, mm -hmm. even though it is slightly different. I just, I love the platforming in that level. It, it's, it's, it's great. Um, I, I mean, Green Hill, Green Hill Zone is great. It's, you know, it's basically a great beginning level. Uh, yeah. I, I've always really enjoyed it a lot. Um, it's it's pretty close to uh, the first level in the uh, the first uh, zone in Sonic Two, uh, but it's I don't know, it's just it feels like the very the bar. I don't know if I could, that sounds like the best way to say it, but yeah. you know for a Sonic game. But Marble yeah. Zone's probably my favorite. Um, release favorite? Um, well, maybe Lambert Zone. I really don't hate it. I guess there's just like little little bit of frustrations in that level, like uh, besides the water. I mean, there's at the, was it Act Three? You're going down that hill, and you have to hit that jump in order to unlock the door, or yeah. you know, to get to the other side. That that part's a little little tricky. Um, yeah, it's but a also, <laughs> besides the water factor too in it, um, the one thing that kind of bothers me is for one of the power ups. Is if you get the the star power up, which makes Sonic, you know, invisible, invincible, where you can just walk through the villains, um, you could still drown with being having the stars on. So yeah, that's true. So that that part's a little you know frustrating, but scrap rating zone. Why don't you What's do me a favor and actually describe how Sonic gets his air underwater for people who don't? Uh, for when he's underneath the water, you will not every few feet, but you'll. Uh, it seems like every little side panel you go in, maybe there's like a little little bubbles that come out of the ground. And um, at least from my experience, you have to jump up a couple times, and eventually a big bubble, air bubble, will come up. And Sonic is then able to breathe underneath the uh, underneath water. He doesn't swim; he only runs slowly underwater. Uh, yeah. That's, I guess, what separates him also from the other uh, generic Mario ripoff platformers <laughs> that are out there. You know, uh, but. It's it makes it a little bit you know adds a little bit more platforming to the game underneath the water, but it's still just a little frustrating with like spikes, I guess if you will. I mean, but mm -hmm. that that's what adds the challenge to the game. So it's true. It's it sort of makes you go fast again, which is what their, their mm -hmm. main focus is, which then also gets you hit more. And it can be frustrating, very frustrating. But it, I love when my patience is tested in games. I don't know why, but oh, <laughs> uh, it's it's also great too when you can just get that last air bubble what, right when I think the last second comes up, yeah. or you can hit a spring to get you out of the water, and then the music resets. Yes, yeah, so uh, <laughs> mm -hmm, it's a like a sign of relief. You're like, oh, at least at least I know I got another 15 seconds before I have to worry about getting uh, more air here. You know, right. And that's the thing. When you come up to these air bubble spots, and the big bubbles aren't always there, and having to wait, and you're mm -hmm. just standing there, and you're like, come on, air bubble, come on. And then you jump, and you're just hoping you'll land when it's coming up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, all right, cool. Um, how about uh, Retropixel, your favorite least favorite? Labyrinth is the one that I would remove. One hundred percent. I know it. it. This goes against what I said about loving the slow-paced platforming. Mm -hmm. I can't stand <laughs> friggin' Labyrinth, so especially the last portion where you got to do the boss jumping up continuously and avoiding the spikes and the fireballs and oh the bloody rage <laughs> i kid you not the rage that was actually it. one of the achievements that i went for on ps3 was to go through the entire game without losing a life oh interesting, interesting. and there was a cheat for that where you could continuously save states but i refused to give in to that right so for an entire weekend i pretty much lived on that and i did the entire <laughs> game over and over and over again until i got through that part 
<laughs> so that I could do the game legitly without losing a single life. And that was the only level that would make me start over again and again and again. So did you do it? Did you get the achievement? Oh, I got the achievement. Nice. But nice. I did it legitly. I know that I could have done the save states. I read it everywhere online. All you got to do is save your state. You can do it as many times as you want, and it still counts. Hey, I'm impressed. I, I refuse to give into it. I give you credit for that. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> oh, it, it was a marathon of hair pulling. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny because I keep reading that on the forum as well. People do not like that boss. That was my favorite boss fight. Um, I think because it is simply platforming. Platforming is what you have to to do. Um, and I love that. Like It's just the fact that you don't technically have to hit him. As long as you reach the top, you win. Right, right. Yeah, challenging, but uh, I, I definitely found it rewarding too. But not to jump on the heels of everyone else, I personally love Labyrinth, or sorry, um, Marble Hill as well. I, oh, interesting. Marble Zone is by far, I guess it's because you get to replay it so many times because it's at the beginning. Right. But the music is fantastic. It is fantastic. I friggin' love the tune. There's uh, a couple of hidden areas where you can crawl through walls to get free lives, that kind of thing. Granted, you have to backtrack to get on that platform that takes you over to the other side of the screen and then jump on it again so it carries you back over. But I remember doing I've, that by mistake and I was like, oh, where am I going? <laughs> Marble is great, and personally, I I personally really enjoy it over anything else. Right on, right on. I'm happy to hear all the marble love. I thought Green Hill Zone was going to be like everybody's favorite, <laughs> which is a great level. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, marble. I was not expecting that. Um, Jeremy, how about you? What are your favorite and least favorite? Uh, I'm going to echo everyone else on this and say that Labyrinth Zone is my least favorite. Um, yeah, I just didn't really like the uh, extra added anxiety with the countdown for the air and stuff fair enough fair enough <laughs> yeah nobody nobody likes anxiety i guess but me <laughs> strange enough yeah uh, i was happy to finally uh you know get past it and beat it but um i'll probably never return to that to that level if <laughs> i if i have one. a choice yeah. <laughs> um and then i think for my favorite it's a, one of my favorites from my childhood uh, starlight zone um Using the level select to get past the uh, labyrinth zone as a kid and coming to that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know, being stuck on labyrinth zone for such a long time, and then getting to starlight and hearing the music and really like the gameplay and the uh, boss battle with the kind of the seesaw um, mines, oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. you know, where you that have to. A, that was a good fight. Yeah, jump on those and shoot them up into his little spaceship. Yeah, yeah, but I like I that battle. The, yeah, I think the music in that level is just awesome, though. I agree, and I actually like that. If that would probably be my second pair of level, I think is, is actually Starlight Zone. The more I think about it, yeah, it is nice. It is nice, and it's at <laughs> night. You know, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, that's our levels. Let's talk a well, little about. So Sorry, before we move on, before we move on, can we talk about maybe uh, what's everyone's favorite levels, maybe from the general series in the trilogy here on the Genesis? Definitely, uh, definitely. Go ahead, Rob. You started it off. I think Chemical Zone is probably my all-time favorite level in the entire game. I mean, That's the entire Sonic series. 2, right? Yeah, Sonic 2. Yeah. Uh, the music's great. I love how fast you can go, and it does add that little... Uh, if you mess up and you have to go back in that purple water, you know, like the little bit of fear where you really have to get the exact, you know, to get going, you have to get back up above the top of that purple water, you know, continue going, and right, right. I think mm-hmm. it's great. And, and then God forbid you miss that platform on your way back. Oh, yeah. You fall through. <laughs> uh, or if you just go too fast and maybe you, you miss the, the going back and forth platform right before the end there, uh, right before you fight Robotnik and you drown. That's like, yeah, so one time you have to really hit the brakes right before you uh, go to fight Robotnik in that yes. game. 
I fell into that more than once. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I would say if there's like one for Sonic Three plus Knuckles, I would say it's probably uh, the uh, snow level, which I'm drawing a blank on right now on top of my nice head. Nice cap. Thank you very much. Uh, that the music in that's great. I absolutely love it. Uh, the boss fight with the Robotnik, I think it's a lot of fun in that one too. Um, but that's that's just my general opinion of the of the three or four games, if you will. Okay. Um, before we uh, ask Low hers, what is your favorite Sonic? Just out of curiosity. Me? Um, Sonic Two. And okay. I th- correct answer. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think the the main reason I would say that too is I think Sonic Two is the perfect length for a game that does not have uh, a save feature into it. You know, it's it's not long that long. Uh, you could probably beat it in just about an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, the difficulty, I think, is just right. And I love all the little added features, like, you know, the spin dash. I love Tails being in the game. I love the ability that you can add knuckle, uh, Knuckles in the game with the, the, you know, the Sonic and Knuckles pack. I think it's just the best all around in the series, basically. Now, that's not saying Sonic 3 and Knuckles is bad, or Sonic is bad. Uh, you know, I really was taken back by playing Sonic 3 and Knuckles and beating it completely this time. I've never really sat down to do that one, because I mostly just like, oh, I'll just go back to Sonic 2, because yeah. it's, it's that good to me. Uh, uh, but I was really taken back by all the little changes. Yes, and you can play with Knuckles. Uh, I just, I love the, the, the things, the slight changes they made in Sonic 3, like... Uh, that there's different boss battles for if you play as Knuckles or if you play as Tails, uh, you have different bosses. And I don't know, it's just it's, it's it was really good. There's plus there's sub bosses too in Sonic Three plus Knuckles, uh, as opposed to just fighting Robotnik in it. So, but Sonic Two is by far and away my favorite in the, in the trilogy, if you will. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm wondering if that's what everybody says. Low, I think we know yours, but what's your favorite level of all of them, and what's your favorite Sonic? Well, yeah, two is the best one for me. Like for me, it, it's in succession. So, you know, playing Sonic One, I fell in love with Sonic One. Okay, but then Sonic Two came out, and it was such an expansion. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many more levels, and seeing the design of those levels, which is just, it still just gets me. It's so pretty, <laughs> and it's just so much fun to look at. And then the music is insane, and the bosses are fun, and yeah, they, you know, we added the spin dash, all that good stuff. Um, the special zone in Sonic Two is my life source. <laughs> I played the unholy shit out of that, and as a kid, I could actually do all of them blindfolded. Wow, that's pretty impressive. I, I had it memorized right down to the musical cues. That That's just that's how well I knew it. I played Holy it so no. much. No joke. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Not quite that good anymore, but uh, I, can still, I can still manage it. Nice. nice. Um, favorite level? That's hard. <laughs> because there's, there's things I like about... So many of them. Like I really, I love the boss in Aquatic Zone, Aquatic Run, I think it's called, mm-hmm. which is the totem poles, and you have to like climb up the arrows he fires, and yeah, it's so much right. fun. Right. Um, Mystic Cave is awesome. The the tunes in that, and the atmosphere in that, and then of course the the enemies are oh. such piss ants. <laughs> so it's <laughs> there's so much to learn in that zone. Plus, it's it feels massive. Like when you you play Emerald Hill and you play Chemical Plant, which is bigger. But you can still figure it out, and, and they just seem to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, there's oh, there's so many cool levels in two, especially with like Sky Chase when you're on the plane. Yeah, that seems pretty standout. Which was yeah, and and such an unexpected thing for a Sonic game. You're like, I'm on a plane. Right. I have a fox flying a plane. <laughs> yeah, a flying fox flying a plane. <laughs> yep. 
that's it's it's just fun. So and then yeah, I mean the expansion between two and three, they definitely changed things and improved things, but it didn't I guess it just didn't whack me over the head as hard as the change between two and one. So I just I have mad love for Sonic Two. Wow, you just really love Sonic Two. I really do. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So uh I'm curious how um RetroPixel. Uh first of all, have you played all of them? And which is your favorite? And what's your favorite level about out of all of them? Oh, I've definitely played them all, uh, including Sega CD, which I think is completely underrated by all means. Very rarely do you see that re-released anywhere. Would you think that is the best one? Honestly, hard decision. I hate to say no, but no. Okay. It definitely stand. It definitely stands out. Okay. But I'm going to say no because a lot of people probably have not experienced it. Fair enough. So um, in terms of favorite overall, like. Cartridge-wise, I think Sonic and Knuckles was absolutely brilliant with being able to go backwards. That is like the original freaking DLC. More <laughs> yeah, like right. ALC though, because you're not downloading it's add-ons. So. Yeah, Where? but it, it's essentially it's as close as you could get in the what mid '90s to yeah. the original DLC, and it added something to cartridges that you already owned, or it made you want to rent. The older mm-hmm. cartridges that you did not own just to add that character in. That smart. was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And I absolutely loved it. And even as a kid, I thought to myself, this is freaking great. What else are they going to do it with? And you didn't see it on anything else. Yeah, it's so true. Hmm. It's unique that it tells two stories as well. Like whether you play a Sonic or Knuckles. Yeah, I think yeah it, it changes it up completely. And even past that... Uh, I believe it was three and Knuckles because they're originally going to be all one cart, but it came down to, I think, time and space constraints on the cartridge. They had to split it into the two. But if you start with uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles attached, you can play through the entire thing like it's two gigantic games all as one. Wow, cool. Hmm. And if you're going to go for absolute favorite stage, you know what? I'm really liking Hilltop and Sandopolis. I really can't make a decision between the two. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm liking hearing this, though. Um, I actually never got a chance to play three uh, this month or ever, for that matter. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I am looking forward to trying it. Um, I heard they add a few more things, like you guys were saying. Um, But, yeah, I'm a little jealous now that I didn't get a try because it sounds awesome. Um. Yeah, I'd like to see which better, if I like two more than three or vice versa, because two sounds like a hard one to beat. <laughs> Jeremy, have you played all of them? Um, uh, let's see. Sonic 1, 2, and 3, Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic CD. That about wraps up the 2D ones, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've played all of them. Uh, Sonic 2 being my favorite. Um, I think it's just a per- perfect balance of... Uh, gameplay and level design uh I think the soundtrack is good from beginning to end the uh special special stage i think where you, you know the stages where you get the chaos emeralds i think that's really good in, in sonic 2 all right you know what uh, is, i find this very fascinating i played uh one and two this month and i actually liked one more than two Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm wondering if it's because I didn't spend as much time with two. I only got a chance to play it once and I didn't finish it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really going to try to sit down and try it again. Cause I liked one more and, uh, but everybody says two is better. So <laughs> I promise I will finish it and I will, uh, I'll post up whether I uh, like it more or not in the end. But at the and moment, then you can play three and then I can play three. Exactly. Exactly. So I will eventually get to all of them, but at the moment, 
Um, I actually like one more than two, which is I, I, nobody seems to agree with that. So <laughs> I, I feel like it's on me then. <laughs> so I'll definitely uh, play, play through two again to its completion. There was those seahorses. Those seahorses were shooting me off from from off the screen and hitting me. And I was getting very upset. That <laughs> was actually uh, part of my swearing run in my Twin Galaxies. Oh, uh, I believe that submission yeah. was those seahorses. I actually had quite a few expletives in terms of that. <laughs> And this was a video that I actually uh, did a live stream, not expecting to submit it, but oh, the no. score was that damn good that I put it in, and I put in my notes with the submission, sorry if language offends you, you might want to mute this, because <laughs> I went on a bloody rage with that. <laughs> it's, it's those guys and those little bionic arm crabs in Metropolis Zone. Uh, they oh, drive me nuts. I hate those guys too, actually. Those guys talk too. Actually, there's another one... Um... Uh, it might have been the first time. I can't remember the first Sonic or that one where you're going along and all of a sudden somebody comes really, really fast behind you and hits you. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Uh, we'll think, get into more about the enemies in a bit. Um, but first I want to talk about the robot. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, it's real. One more thing since we're still talking about go it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, well, remember Casino Casino Night Zone 2? It's, uh, there's no, there's no uh, enemies in that level. It's just right. it's kind of like a, the Sonic Pinball one kind of. You know, it's yeah. Or spinball. But it's, there's no the only enemy you fight in the entire zone is Robotnik at the very end of two. It's just getting through the level. There's those yeah. crawly beaky guys with the ping pong things on their back and you have to oh, hit yeah. them a I certain just, way. I was like forgetting to zoom past them, so I don't really Yeah, me stuff. too. And uh did you, did you guys really notice too that uh know that Sonic two and three were developed by you know, not the same person as did Sonic One. It's like Sega of America did uh Sonic two and Sonic Three. Uh, and I think because Sonic and Sonic CD was being made at the same time as uh, Sonic Two and Sonic Three, so I don't know if you essentially you know believe Sonic CD is Sonic Two or not, but you know. Oh, so, so the original that. creators of Sonic made Sonic CD. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That's fascinating. Yeah, Sega Japan worked on that while Sonic Two and Sonic Three came out. That is very interesting. Huh. I kind of think of CD as its own spinoff, just because again it comes down to the hardware. The Sega CD wasn't a failure by any means, but it certainly was not a success. And there's not many people that have really had the opportunity to really appreciate it. Right, right. Yeah, that's fair enough. It is sort of the uh, unsung gem of, of Sonic, I think. Nobody ever talks about CD. Hmm. Um, is, has it been released on anything else? It's been numerously released elsewhere. Um, I believe one of the Sonic collections on GameCube I might have it. And you can get it on, like, the PC and other things. I've surely seen it, and I'm pretty sure I might have even downloaded it on the 360, but I'm kind of drawing a blank there. But I do have an original copy. Okay. And hearing that it's by the uh, the guys that made the original intrigues me even more, actually, to be honest. Um, but, yeah. Okay. All right, let's talk a bit about the uh, Robotnik fights. Um, they're all kind of unique. Um, at the end of every act, I guess, or Correct. zone... Or zone? Is it act or zone? Well, anyway, it's always like the, the last act. It's always yeah, the last, last act in every zone. Of every zone, right. Um, you fight robotic in a different form. Um, it's all essentially the same way to end it. You just sort of have to jump on them a certain amount of times or hit them with something a certain amount of times. Um, and that's how you move on. Were there any that stood out to you guys? What are your favorites? Uh, Jeremy, what, what were your favorite or least favorite robotic fights? Uh, I think going back to the Starlight Zone, um, really like that one. Like the, oh, yeah, uh, right, right. Yeah, the different, uh, you know, dynamic of uh, using the seesaw or catapult. What would you call it? Seesaw or catapult? Yeah, I like seesaw. I like seesaw. Yeah. 
to launch those up into them. I think that's yeah. pretty neat. Yeah, it's cool. So he drops sort of like mines on you, and you have to make it so it bounces up and hits him using the seesaw. Pretty pretty cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that one too. Um, yeah, that one was pretty unique. Uh, how about uh, how about you, Retropixel? If we're going strictly off the first one, I actually really enjoy the original battle with the, uh, I guess you might want to call it like the wrecking ball that swings back and forth. Yeah, very Everybody's fun. seen it, everybody's played it, but I just felt that had a really nice flow to it. I agree. A good way for you to learn the mechanic. Um, and it's not, like, it seems really, really easy, but really, if you're not paying attention to it, it can be challenging, too, uh, especially when you're trying to learn for the first time. So a great first first boss. I agree with that. Yeah, because if you jump, you have to fall between right. the the airship and the ball itself through the chain, because if right. you hit either of them on the way down, you're pretty much done. It'll hit you. Right, exactly. Yeah, no, I agree completely. That, that was a great first boss. Um, definitely underrated. How about uh, Lo? What was your favorite robotic fight? That's such a fun entrance too, because he flies in and you're like, "What's going on?" And then yeah. he drops this, you know, bulldozing wrecking ball, and you're like, "Oh shit! Right. What is this?" Oh, I think yeah, I it's just great music too. Yeah. Um, What's happening? <laughs> I think my favorite's got to be Springyard. I'm the weird guy who likes the disappearing floor act. Oh, fair enough. That was hard. I, I that was a hard one. Oh, I did not like that one. Now you just have to you have to know what's happening in advance, and then you can control it, and it's no big deal. I've always started that one from the far left, and then just moved one block at a time, and you always end up on the right side of the screen when he's done. Yeah, was it you that posted that t- uh, tip on uh, on the forums? That was me. Yeah, that was very helpful. It's never failed me, <laughs> ever. You can go through that boss with absolutely zero hits with that method. Yeah, that that one killed me the most. Um, yeah. My favorite was the Labyrinth one, which is funny, and that one there, I think, was the hardest. <laughs> Weird. Um, how about uh, you, Rakatas? What was your favorite? So, so let me ask you a question real quick, P2. Uh, you like the Labyrinth zone, but you really don't even fight him in it? You just yes. kind of... <laughs> it's my favorite just, fight! Just chase him, that's all you do. All I do uh, is platform. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, because I kind of like it too, but uh, I just to me, it's not really a fight. Uh, up here, yeah, as my favorite in the game is probably the finals, the final battle with them, uh, with the pistons. Yes. It's like that's a good you, one too. You have to kind of guess which piston he's going to come out of, you know, because there's going to be two. Mm-hmm. And God forbid if you're, st- you know, if it's a, the, you're standing in the middle, the two in the middle, and those are the ones that are come. You know, <laughs> yep. you have to be, you know, quick with that one. And yeah. basically, just you have to watch out for the four glowing balls that come down from the top of the ceiling that shoot out. Yeah, I find that one a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, that was fun. If, uh, if you're going to ask me for the entire series, uh, maybe, I don't know, the final bosses always seem to be a, a lot of fun for me in the, of the general series, I would say, probably almost all of them. I mean, I really kind of like the first Battle 2 in Sonic 2, because it really is a basic beginner level. I just, just jump on them and just coast, you know, relax. But the final bosses battles I always think are really, really good, and I think they are, like, deserving to be kind of like a... A final boss battle, you know, it's it's a little bit challenging. You gotta, yeah, you gotta play it smart with those games, you know. And like in Sonic Two, they start you off with no rings, and you have to do, you have to beat that uh, robot Sonic first, right. and then you, yeah, and then you because you have to, you can only jump on him on the top of his head, and he's got like a. Once you learn his pattern, you know how how to get him down. Um, right. But right. you can't jump on top of his head; you have to just get the for, like his forehead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with that other one, you really. Unless you're a speedrunner and you know how to get behind him and do eight hits on him right away, uh, you really have to play conservative for Sonic 2. Uh, and then Sonic 3, that that's a nightmare with like the little train. Uh, 
if you don't hit it correctly. But if you're asking me for Sonic One, it's the it's I guess, I'm gonna say it's probably for all Sonic games, it's probably the final boss battle every time. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. They I definitely found that after the last one too. It's more uh, intricate the last mm-hmm. boss fight. Yeah, a lot more to it, which I which I enjoyed. I feel like they succeed over time too. Like th- yeah. the final boss in the first game. I mean. You get the hang of it. It's not that tricky, but it's still kind of bigger than all the other bosses in the game. But then this boss for Sonic 2 is crazy. And then the boss for Sonic 3 is just like rip your hair out. And then (laughs) they they actually get harder over time. And that's sort of brilliant design on their part. Yeah, agreed. There's a little trick you can do with Metal Sonic, though. If you know where he's coming down, get down into a spin dash, and he lands on you and hit, 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 hit. And then you just have to fire off and hit him a couple more times. Oh, good to know. I was just going to mention that. Yeah, you can get, like, more than likely two hits. If you're really lucky, you can score three. But you have to leave before uh, he actually squishes down into the saw blade. This is all good to know. Hmm. I'll have to remember that. Um, yeah, hopefully. So you do beat so- Robotnik, beat him a bunch of times, beat him at the end. And at the end, he either taunts you with the Chaos Emeralds you didn't get, or uh, you got all the Chaos Emeralds and he looks real upset. Um, yeah, <laughs> I got them all but two. I missed two. Uh, did anybody get all of the Chaos Emeralds this month? Uh, we'll start with you, Low. I, I've played this game so many times. I can do it with or without. I actually prefer to do it without because, like I said, I, I don't like Supersonic. So. Fair enough. Fair but, enough. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've played this game so many times in my life that I've seen all the endings and did, um, picked up on that. Did you like the special, like the bonus zones in the first game? It's it's my least favorite of the special stages. Okay. Um. Mostly because the music, it's a waltz, and I just, like, I want to get up and dance every time, and then I can't pay attention to the screen, and yeah. it's a bit of a nightmare. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely uh, a show and skill. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's confusing. It's, like, this constantly rotating uh, level. There's weird things going on in the background. It is a strange little level. Um, but, yeah, I, I found it yeah, fairly difficult. to get. I mean, I, I got them all to two, but... Uh, it was still pretty difficult. How about uh, Rocket Sauce? What did you think of the bonus stage, and did you get all the chaos elements? In Sonic 1, it is my favorite. I would say probably of the three. Uh, and I actually... Yes, I did. For this run, I did. Uh, nice. It took it took a little practice, but I, I eventually got it down. Because uh, I, I remember... I, it took me a while to remember how a couple of them were, where to go. And now, there's, there's a couple of ring areas that point you, like, they'll be, like, rings made, like, an arrow, kind of, to show you which way to go for some of them right. towards the end. Uh, but I just, I don't know, like, the music is great, and I love seeing, like, for some reason, the birds and the fish in the background. It's it's really colorful, and I don't know, like, the, because there's always a Chaos Emerald floating in the direct middle of the thing, and there's, like, those little gems that you have to wear down to get to them. Yeah. So, as it's rotating, you just gotta kind of try to keep staying in that quick angle you don't want to get you know last the worst thing that, that happens if you it's like if you just get bounced or something you hit right into that you know the goal area <laughs> and you lose out you know but goal which means you lose yeah <laughs> which so, is the tricky part because sometimes you have to just take a leap of faith and go down this corridor and hope it's the right one and right. sometimes you end up landing either in a blank space or in that goal space right. but you can hit those little r buttons and change the direction of the rotation and if you can sort of time yourself just perfectly and you can keep hitting it hit the gem hit it hit the gem hit it hit the gem uh, and then control see, I it no i didn't know that r controlled when i just thought it was random when it was spinning 
I did not know, realize. That's fascinating. Good to know. It's definitely the rotation. I agree with that. Hmm. Interesting. Retropexel, what did you think of the bonus stages? And uh, did you get the Chaos Emeralds? I did go for a 100% run, just nice. because I've done it so many damn times, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you're going to go in terms of the special stages over the mall, I personally enjoyed two the best, because when I first saw that as a kid, it was mind-bending. I was like, holy shit, this is like 3D. I'm yeah. running towards something. And but, then you get uh, Can you do it blindfolded? Oh, God, no. God, no. <laughs> That's all right. I, I, I like it the most, but no, I still find it very challenging. But if you take, uh, was it three and knuckles where you're on like the sphere, I find that very disorienting. And those are my least favorite of them all, actually. Yeah, those ones are actually, they're all kind of weird. It's interesting how they made three unique bonus stages and they're all so <laughs> different from the actual game itself. Pretty interesting. Um, how about you, Jeremy? What did you think of the bonus stage? And did you get the Chaos Emeralds? Uh, I didn't get the Chaos Emeralds. I set out to do it, and um, I think with the extra pressure of uh, holding on to those 50 rings at the end of the level, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I just said, uh, you know, forget it, and worried more about finishing the level itself rather than holding on to the 50 rings. So it's more concerned with uh, trying to beat the game itself as opposed to the uh, Chaos Emeralds. Yeah. yeah, you really do need to pop some Prozac or something while you're playing. It can be inside, especially if you're, you're, you're so close, you know, you're close to the end and you get hit and it's like, Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh my God. Marble zone, uh, act two, I think right at the end got hit, oh. lost all my rings. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm just not going to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I have gotten them in the past though. I just, I didn't do it at this run for the cartridge okay. club. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, I like I like that they had it in there. I like that that's how you got your continues. Um, earning your continues, I definitely recommend it if you're playing this. Um, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, anything else about the gameplay that anybody would like to mention before we get into the sound? I guess maybe just maybe like how the side characters change later in the series because like the little differences between them for the characters. Uh, I don't know if you want to play... This goes to Sonic 2. Like, if you play Tails, just as Tails only to beat the game, which I did in this, uh, this month, uh, what's it called? He can't fly when you're doing a solo player, solo player. But if you do it as a co-op, he can. And then in Sonic 3, he can, just, he can fly by just pressing up and jumping. He'll, he'll, he'll fly. And I love the knuckles that he can climb into the walls. And, like, he's got the gliding feature built into him. Yeah. But, but I don't know, maybe I'm making this up, but does he maybe he can't jump as high as Sonic? Because there's a couple levels where I just... Oh. And maybe because maybe with Sonic Three, they all have their design levels so in boss battles where they're supposed to go. Uh, but some areas you just can't reach with them, even though he's got like the, the knuckle feature to it. Uh, I really just like that little feature. The more they went on to the series, how they keep slightly changing it for all the guys, basically all the characters in the game. Yeah, that does intrigue me. I heard that Knuckles can uh, glide, which I thought sounds awesome. So I am looking forward mm -hmm. to checking that out. I will um, jump in uh, when you're done there. No, go mind. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, with what Rocket Sauce says. It is 100% fact that Knuckles does not jump as high as Sonic and or Tails. Confirmed. Because I have personally played, like I said, with my run uh, with Knuckles. And it makes the, or sorry, the last boss on Sonic 2 virtually impossible. Because oh, he does not jump as high to get over top of his spiky fist that he mm -hmm. carries in front of him. So you can really only hit him from behind. Oh, fascinating. You play as Sonic or, or Tails, sorry. You can jump higher than the knuckle than his uh, spiked fists, mm -hmm. but if you play his knuckles, you will damn near get 
floored out every time. The only way that I've personally been able to beat him is from behind and avoiding the uh, the rockets that he shoots out of his little jetpack. Good to know. Good to know. See, I just played that part really conservatively because he he bends down to the ground at that one point in time. So I just do the one hit and then I run his way as far as possible. That's the way I attacked him with knuckles to to beat Robotnik in level in uh, Sonic Two. Uh, because see, you know, like you said, like he he bounces real quickly to the ground. But if you hit him at that that one point in time, you're good. You are a better man than me for getting him in that pace because <laughs> I tried so many friggin' times. I finally said, "F it." <laughs> I'm just gonna hit him from behind and just avoid the rockets. See, and I could I couldn't get behind him. I was too scared to uh, to try to make an attempt to get him from behind. I, so I just I played like a wimp. Sorry, off the top of my head, it was either the middle or second to last pillar where you get the uh, the targeting system on you, and you wait till it glows glowing red, and you spin dash to the far right. Okay. You'll always land where he's facing the left, and you're always going to be facing his jetpack from the far right. Okay, we'll have to uh, maybe take an attempt at that then. I know what we're doing tonight. Yep. <laughs> Back to yeah. Sonic 2. Like I said, it's either the middle pillar or the second to last pillar. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I have played it enough times that I know that if you get that targeting system and you wait until it goes glowing red just before he's about to drop, spin to the right, and you'll always have the opposite side of him, and you'll never get the uh, this sorry the, the spiky fist or knuckles or whatever the hell you want to call it that Robotnik carries on that boss. Cool. You can tell that they designed the game with him in mind because like, there are sections in that game that you can only access with Knuckles hmm. with this climbing feature. Like Especially there's that one big um, points drop in Casino Night Zone where if you run to the other side and hook him and then you climb all the way up to the top and then you can drop into that, you know those um, jackpot things mm -hmm. that they have all throughout the levels? Yep. Um, so there's ones that are dedicated to just points and there's one really, really, really long train of them. And you can't get there with Sonic or Tails. It's impossible. But with Knuckles, you can. And then you just drop down and rack up points like nobody's business. Wow. Hilltop's another one where they troll you with that. Before the game even was announced and out, I remember playing it as a kid. And I was like, how do you get to this spot? I could see. I can't remember if it was a ring box or a one-up or whatever. But you could not reach the damn thing. But as soon as you were able to play with Knuckles, I was able to get to it. Huh. They compensate for him all throughout the game. So even in that final boss, there has to be a way around it because they've designed it with Knuckles in mind. I agree there has to be a way around it, but it makes it a hell of a lot more difficult than playing with uh, Sonic or Tails. Yeah, but the whole the rest of the game is much easier with Knuckles. So oh, yeah, well, I totally They're going to throw it in your face. 100% agree. <laughs> Good balance. Yeah, Fascinating. All right, cool. I want to go, since, since we're still talking about Knuckles here, I just want to bring up, as a kid, yeah. I, I, I still like Knuckles a lot because I always thought... He's like the the Sonic Sonic's equal. I would always think of him as a kid, basically. That uh, uh, you know, like he like right at the beginning of Sonic Three, he uh, what's it called? He knocks the emeralds out of his hands right at the beginning of Sonic Three, and he steals them and runs away. He's just as to me like the illusion made. He's just as fast as Sonic. Yeah. Or, he's such uh, a little shit. I know, but he laughs at you and everything, you know. And he's but then a like. Dick. When you, <laughs> when, well, when you, well, he's the protector of the Chaos Emeralds. And oh, fair enough. See, I don't really know that much about him. He just sounds like a dick. I but always saw Knuckles as the rival. Because, you know, they always said, you know, oh, Sonic has attitude. He's the one waving the finger, blah, blah, blah. And then you get Knuckles. He's like, screw you, punk. I'm better than you, bitch. And he's <laughs> the one that was actually able to take him down in most cases until you were able to actually play as him in the earlier titles. So... Um, I know I shouldn't get into it, but I'm going to. Knuckles is a bad guy at first, and then he becomes a good guy? 
It depends on the perspective. Mm -hmm. So Knuckles is the last surviving member of the Echidna race on Angel Island. Okay. And so he's protecting the Master Crystal or Emerald or whatever the crap it's called. Okay. Um, so when uh, it, at the end of Sonic 2, when you destroy the Death Egg, it crashes on Angel Island. And Butnik convinces Knuckles that Sonic is the one coming to steal the Master Crystal. Okay. So when you land a Sonic and Tails, he's like, uh-uh, and he beats the crap out of you, steals all your Chaos Emeralds, and then you have to spend the whole game getting them back and trying to protect the island at the same time. Okay, cool, cool. Wow, that sounds like a pretty neat little uh, backstory to Knuckles. I didn't realize it was so deep. I like it. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to playing that one. Okay, let's talk about the sound for uh, for Sonic, because it's uh, you know widely known that it has a great soundtrack. Um, what were your guys' favorite tracks? How about uh, Retropixel? What's your favorite sound or music from uh, the first Sonic? Oh, that is a very difficult one. I really enjoy Marble Hill. Mm -hmm. But when you have that first 30, like 20 or 30 seconds, can't remember exactly what the timing is, on I believe it's Ice Cap, when you're riding that snowboard, that is just badass. Ice Cap, what is that? That's not in Sonic 1, though, is it? No, no, that's in 3. 3, so that's your but, but, Sorry, I'm sort of skipping ahead. I that's know okay. you're sort of focusing <laughs> on the first one, but that's when you okay, Ice Cap, right. it just goes into where you fly out of the screen and you jump onto a snowboard and you're just bombing down this hill and it has this banging soundtrack and it's just like holy shit this should not end awesome that sounds fun but if you're going with uh the original one i have to say i personally really enjoy marble hill it's something that i could throw onto a burn cd into the car if i'm driving for like a four-hour drive and if that popped on i would be jamming along with it in my car seat yeah no that's a fair one that's a good good pick i think um low how about you Save me for the last, because I'm going to open a whole can of whip ass here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Jeremy. Uh, I know you're a big Third Eye Blind fan, but what is your favorite, uh, <laughs> your favorite track from this one? Uh, they were on the soundtrack, weren't they? Were they? Oh, yeah. Here they are. I think I found it. I found the can of whip ass. This was in the bonus zone. Right. There you go. Yeah, that's my favorite track. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what was uh, your favorite track? Um, you know, I'd probably um, uh, tie between Starlight Zone, which uh, we were at Ground Control a couple weeks ago, and the DJ put it on over the sound system. If you're not familiar with Ground Control, it's like a barcade here in Portland. Oh, I'm jealous that you live there. <laughs> <laughs> they have. Uh, they actually um, are the ones who sponsor the Portland Retro Gaming Expo's uh, yeah. free-to-play arcade. Uh, but anyway, the... Uh, the um, DJ put it on and listen to it. I go, man, that's some good music. <laughs> nice, uh, nice. It'd probably be a tie between that and Green Hill Zone. I just love the uh, stereo effects of it when you have headphones in. Yeah, it's classic. Green uh, everybody Zone. knows that one too because it's the first one. So right, right, yeah. yeah. Definitely can't hate on that one. <laughs> yeah, right totally. on. good choices. How about uh, Rakatas? How about you? For the first game, it's pretty close between Marble Zone and I want to say maybe the the boss music against Robotnik. I oh, just really? love that that boss music for the first game. It's 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 pretty metal. I think it's metal, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. it's just I just love it because it sounds just like it's like building up to when you just hear that. Doom. Yeah, I, I love it. And uh, uh, see, well, then Sonic Two, it's it's got to be Chemical Zone. It probably is because every time I hear it, it's just like instant nostalgia. I just. Yeah. I love it. Uh, That's a good song. Same thing. That's a good song. Yeah, and the Robotnik music is great too. That one, like as soon as you hear it, I like instantly think of nostalgia too for all every boss battle. Mm -hmm. And then Sonic Three, I'm gonna repeat. Uh, 
Who said ice cap zone? Sorry, I can't remember who said ice cap. That zone. was me. Yeah, it's like because it's slightly different for Act Two in that too, and it just feels like I don't know, like a like a rave music almost. You know, like I just feel like I need glow sticks or something like that. While listening <laughs> to that one. Nice. Uh, and, uh, Makes you want to get up and throw furniture around the room. Oh, it's so good. It's really it's so good. And uh, uh, oh, it's I don't know. It's it's really good. Um, but I think if I'm gonna have to knock any of the three games for the music, I think Sonic Three is my least favorite out of all. Three. Wonder why? Oh boy! Yeah. Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> worms here. Yeah. <laughs> it just because it doesn't sound as much like the, the music from the first two, the first two games. The music sounds uh, like the. They come from the same game, like they're almost identical. But Sonic Three, it's drastic—not drastically different, but different. Uh, some of them are still pretty good, but there's some tunes that just don't stick, like Sonic Two does, in my opinion. Where I've listened to the soundtracks, well, I'll just—I'll be at work and I'll just uh, pull up the Sonic's One soundtrack and Sonic Two soundtrack, and I'll just listen to them for like an hour, just wanting uh, to hear them. It's great. They're great. They're, they're all the way through. They're great. Where I won't even skip a track. Sonic Three, though, I'll, like I'm, I'm skipping around a couple tracks, so. But that's just my take of the series. Surely it's the same uh, artist for all three of them, though, right? Wrong. <laughs> oh. It's been Whoa. said Michael Jackson was a part of either three or Knuckles. I can't remember which of the two. That's where it gets hairy. So the, the composer for the original two games is a guy called Nakamura. Mm-hmm. He's a genius. Yeah. Somebody just opened a can. Um, <laughs> I'm getting wrong. That's an interesting right. sound effect for the game. Anyway, um, yeah, he, he did all the original tracks. And you can, like you said, you can tell because they all kind of sound the same and they sound like they belong not only to each other but to the level. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of speak he managed to make those songs do. Like when you hear Final Zone in the first game, mm-hmm you know you're in the final zone. Like, this is the oh shit moment. We have to save the world. Like, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It is good. And um, for me in the first game, I love I love Scrap Rain Zone. Oh, me too. Um, because I'm a nerd. And uh, when you get that on a really great system and you hear that sort of theremin, it's and you hear just the depth of that sound. The way this guy composes is genius. He layers things in such a brilliant way, and he uses timing in such a brilliant way. It's awesome. It's so awesome. And then in Sonic 2, I mean, all of the songs in Sonic 2 are awesome, but, like, throw Metropolis Zone on a subwoofer sometime and just have a ball. <laughs> it's the I greatest song you were for that. A bit of an audiophile, yeah. Just, just a little. Just a little. Metropolis um, is fantastic. And, um, uh, what's the one previous to that? Oil Ocean. Oil. Not Oil Ocean. I'm thinking the one where you're in the the caves and junk. Mystic Cave, yeah. Mystic, Mystic Cave. Bow, 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 I play bow. that on, I got like a 5.1 Polk audio system. You crank that, it is beautiful. It is, it's such a Between great... Between that and uh, Metropolis, I love them both. Sorry to cut you off, by the way. No worries, it's a bit of a bummer because I love Metropolis Zone just for listening to the music, but I actually hate the level. And it's like the longest level, too. <laughs> it's so discouraging every time you play it. Um, but yeah, when they did the third game, that's when things got hairy. They, uh, Nakamura was gone. He didn't compose for them. Officially, uh, the, the soundtrack was done by just a bunch of people, part of Team Sonic or whatever they called it. But there is this rumor that Michael Jackson was involved. Mm-hmm. And there's, it's a fantastic conspiracy to research if you're a Sonic fan because there's a lot of information out there. People will, will, will put like one of his songs next to one of the Sonic soundtrack 
and draw the connections, like how they sound alike. Hmm. It's it's well, difficult it to deny. Off the top of my head. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and um, it, it, yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting like why they would hide that. But then, yeah, I, I guess what happened allegedly is that um, that was around the same time, I think, that he started getting accused. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, he, they, didn't and to... they didn't really want to be associated with him anymore. And so they had to, they, I don't know, what I read was that they went back and they completely changed everything. They scrapped all of his work, which is right. clearly untrue if it is the fact. But, um, yeah, it's really interesting. But there's a deep drop in quality to the music says I in spite of the fact that they tried to add more dimension and use more instruments and I mean what I, I think is it three or in knuckles there's that the sub boss theme which is like banana banana come on and she's like what the fuck was that what am I listening to pretty sure that was knuckles yeah I think you're right but um just yeah you're playing the game for the first time going what am I listening to this is not the same thing and um but uh, the one the one track from Sonic Three that I've always really liked, and I don't know if it's just the saxophonist in me, but I love the Hydra City Zone soundtrack. Hmm. It's also worth noting, actually, in Sonic Three, um, they didn't reuse the song precisely. It's actually two versions of the same song. So, like Act One and Act Two will have two different versions of the song. Oh, very interesting. I think they did that in um, Sonic and Knuckles as well. That's kind of cool. Hydrocity Zone is another fantastic one. If you're looking to just run fast, there's very little that will get in your way. Besides those little peckers that have the uh, the spiky assholes that would shoot off. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond that, you can pretty much run through majority of that. It has the uh, the Labyrinth Zone feel, or sorry, Labyrinth Zone feel okay. without the slowdown. Cool. There's very it's little. It's the water zone. Yeah, there's underwater portions, but it doesn't slow you down near as much. There's a lot of surface um, running, and it is really well done. And it's actually one of the only ones that I can recall off the top of my head where you can actually skim across the water like you're skipping a stone, and that is oh, badass cool. too. Yeah, that was one of the fun things they added. Hmm. That is pretty cool, actually. I like that. Hmm. I was going to say the one thing, too, about the music for the first two games, too, is that they, every level seems to fit. Every song seems to fit every level, too. You know, it's, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, especially I think Sonic Two really stands out the more you know the Casino Zone. It's got that little jazzy feel, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just I, every to me, it seems like everything fits perfectly with every every level they're in. I uh, yeah, which they ruined with Carnival Night Zone. <laughs> which uh, which one? That's Sonic name? Three. Oh, okay. It's it's yeah. the rehash of Casino Night. Only it's Carnival Night, mm -hmm. and it's super annoying. Okay. <laughs> As we have those. Stupid platforms you got to ride up and down, up and yeah, down, gotta... make it ride up to a certain point so you can jump off and slip underneath. Um, fuck that Which, shit. The first time you play that game, you <laughs> have sorry no to idea say, what you're doing. Any of the listeners out there that are offended, I'm sorry, but fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Sonic 3 is really getting a lot of hate. Uh, I'm really, I can't wait to play it though. <laughs> can't wait to hear that Michael Jackson music, dude. It's gonna be awesome. Sonic 3 has its place, yes, but it it's, is definitely it's... not one of my favorites. I would say. For me personally, if, I, if someone would say to me, the cartridge-based, sorry, quadrilogy, if you will, mm -hmm. two, one, Knuckles, and three, for Agreed. sure. Three is always going to be the last of the bunch. All right. Interesting, interesting. 
it's not a bad game. It's just when you compare it to its sisters, it's it's not the same. It, you can it's noticeably do guys, different. Do you guys think it's because I've I noticed a a difficulty spike in, especially with Sonic and Knuckles. I mean, if you play with Sonic Three plus Knuckles, I think there's like a difficulty bump compared to the first two games. I was gonna say, do you guys do you think that's the reason? Because I. I just played it. I beat it for the first time this month because of the, the club. Uh, but uh, it was, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's I was, it's not my favorite of them, but I really did enjoy my time with the game. So it's just, I noticed the difficulty spike, especially when you get into Sonic and Knuckles. They, I will agree they, Knuckles. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, they expanded the design so much between 2 and 3, and they tried to add a lot. And, like, even when you when you land on Angel Island in, in 3, and it's, like, it's so crowded and so saturated and then you have to try and like you're on a you know a swingy thing pendulum through this yeah it's it's a lot and it's 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 biting off more than you can chew coming right. from two anyway all right so get back, okay. get back sonic one <laughs> <laughs> what, about the, what about the sound effects what do you guys think of the sound effects? when i landed on spikes and it makes like a bong sound did you guys have that happen yeah, only when I don't have any damn rings on me. Yeah, like what is with that? Then sound? it's more of a boing. Yeah, it's a weird sound effect. Um, but yeah, what did you guys think of the sound effects overall? Anything that stood out? All of them. <laughs> this is one of the most iconic games in game history for sound effects, says I. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, they're they're really great and they're really memorable and they're really sharp and. They don't change too much throughout the series as well. Like I think even in some of the current Sonic games, it's a lot of the same sound effects. And I'm that asshole who has all the, the sound effects on my phone. So like <laughs> every time I get a text message, I'm like, who's playing Sonic? <laughs> Just wakes you up, gets you going. That's pretty smart. And when I play the game, I'm like, great, who's texting me? Piss off, yeah. I'm playing Sonic. Best of both worlds then. I love like even when you get hit and those rings hit the ground, Like that is pretty impressive sound effects for the time for sure, for sure. Especially I love the a, drowning one. Especially on a Genesis sound chip, you know? Man. They really did a lot with it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a way to cut P2 out of this conversation? All right, then. <laughs> Let's just move on here. All right. So no, 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 no. There's, there's still plenty to talk about for sound effects here. Uh, All right. Let's hear say, it. Let's hear it. I was going to say, I don't know if it's... Uh, maybe just local for me, but uh, I know notice the mobile gas stations around me, they... Anytime you do a transaction yes, at the cash yes. register, they they yep. pull the sonic coin noise. It's the same uh, here. Ring noise. And I'm in so, Canada. It's the you get it there too? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't know. know. I was there. I was there like a little, like a couple months ago. I'm like, that's the sonic noise. I know that. So yeah. I, that's great. Uh, I don't know. That's one thing I want to point out before. I love or, that you said that though, because I didn't think anybody else would ever agree with that. And, and knowing mm -hmm. that it's global, <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Yeah. That's not it just drives me nuts. I like it. I like it a lot. That's exactly what I was going to bring up was the cash register noise. I love it. <laughs> You're counting down the rings. Ka-ching! That's mm -hmm. awesome. That is dope. I don't know why, but for some reason, <laughs> it just speaks to my childhood. I actually uh, work with register equipment for my work. Oh, and really? I had one of the old-ass registers. Like, I'm talking ghetto, ghetto. I couldn't even tell you who makes the damn thing. <laughs> but I flipped open the cash tray, and it made the exact noise. And on my one of my older phones, I recorded it just because it was like, holy shit, this is like the sonic sound effect in real life. That is cool. Like at the end of every le level, you mean, right? When it's counting yep, down the points. Yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, when you, cool. the last ring counts, it goes ka-ching. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Hmm. Especially you get to work with it. It's like Sonic's mm -hmm. in your life. That's great. <laughs> Just speaks volumes to how good the uh, the sound effects really were. 
Um, yeah, Jeremy, what did you think of the sound effects? Anything to add? Uh, no, I, I like the jump sound effect in it. Probably one of my more favorites yep. in a platformer. Yep. And actually, something Ryan uh, just brought up was the there's power ups in the game, and the sound effects that go along with those are all pretty cool too. Even when you hit that shield, it's like, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, man. A, it's it. a lot of fun in three knuckles too because you can get like elemental power ups, and so when you get like the bubble shield, and it's like boing. So what are the uh, d- mm. so in the first Sonic? What are the power ups? It's just regular force field, right? So you can take an extra hit. And the invincibility. Uh, and the invincibility. And then there's the one-ups in the rings, and that's it for the uh, the power-ups, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what about for Sonic 2? Were there anything extra? Speed the shoe. The shoes, yep. Make you run faster. Anything else? And, well, I don't think there's anything else in Sonic 2, really. Uh, but Sonic 3, there's, there's a few different ones. There's, like, the fire one, the fireball. Uh-huh. Uh, where if you jump and you press jump again, he shoots out like he turns like a, a flaming ball and you go forward really fast. So like you can just rip through some villains that are hanging in the air and not worry about you know getting damaged. Uh, there's cool. the the magnet one I think it is, or it's, it looks like electricity bolts around you, but like you'll pull the rings into you. Oh, and cool. uh, does that one let you get on spikes where you don't get damage from the spikes? Or I'm not sure. I can't remember if that's the one that does that. I believe that one is the bubble off the top of my head. The bubble's been a little bit. And this the bubble. The bubble, I believe, lets you breathe underneath the water, where you don't have to worry about going for air bubbles, right? Yeah. Ooh, yes. Yeah. You don't have to worry about getting air with the uh, the bubble. Like the that. only downfall of which is you don't get to hear that excellent hiccup sound every time you <laughs> jump the bubble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is also another great sound effect. Hmm. All right. Cool. Well, it's good to know that they have different power ups and stuff later on in the games. Um, everybody seems to like the sound effects. How about uh, graphics? I mean, it's bright, it's colorful, it's big sprites. Do you think the screen is too zoomed in and should be zoomed out a bit more so you can see more in front of you? Love. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go with no, because that just makes it... Um, it, it eliminates the sort of puzzle aspect of it. Like, when, you, when you're playing the game, you, you have to learn that there's different ways you can go. That right. they all end up in the same spot, but there's different things like different. Uh, you can find the hidden one ups or the power ups, blah blah blah, mm-hmm, and sure. you find secrets and things like that. And if you zoom it out, like I think you can probably go on and just like Google the maps, yeah. and you see this, you know, completely just blown up version of the level, and it's like I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Taken away from my exploring, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Plus, I'm sure it would wouldn't feel as fast, I guess, as well if it was zoomed out more. Getting closer to Sonic and having Sonic be so big probably really does help increase the speed too. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I'd I mean, like to think that it takes away the accuracy. Oh, fair enough too. Yeah, that's further away that you are, you have to be that much more precise. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like yeah. Again, with uh, like I said, I can't remember brain fart with what I mentioned before. I think it was 15th anniversary Sonic or whatever. Right. right. The god awful one that everyone <laughs> hates. Um, but we zoomed in too much, but I think the alternative zooming out too little, or sorry, zooming out too much versus zooming in too much, it's that much more precision that you have to put into your jumps in terms of landing on top of an enemy. Yep. Fair and I personally love the Genesis Joypad. I've tried the downloadable versions on uh, Xbox Live and the rehashed discs and what have you. I personally love playing Sonic on the original Genesis Joypad. I don't know why, but I can rock myself to the exact precision point that I want with that more so than anything else. 
It could be because the D-pad's a slight bit larger. Maybe I've worn the shit out of mine to the point where I just know it too well. Right. But personally, for me, if you were to zoom it out more than what it is already, personally, it would ruin it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. What, uh, Jeremy, what did you think about the graphics overall? You know, I've actually never heard that complaint before about it being too zoomed in or anything until, uh, until I think someone posted it on the forums. I was wondering That's... where I had heard it. <laughs> it must have been the forums. Yeah, I think I, think <laughs> I read it on the forums. <laughs> um, so I thought that was kind of interesting to yeah. even bring that up. But uh, yeah, the graphics in it are, are great. Um, Green Hill Zone with the uh, the background movies. That, would that be parallax scrolling? I don't really know video game terms too much. But, uh, <laughs> you can go with that. No. <laughs> The uh, background uh, in Green Hill Zone, I remember seeing that for the first time and going, holy crap, this is like, you know, jumping from 8-bit Sega Master System to the Sega Genesis. It was just like, you know, really eye-opening. It just blew me away at the time. Yeah. You were you had the Sega Master System right before you got the Genesis? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, wow. Interesting. Uh, yeah, we went from Atari to Master System to Genesis. Oh, wow. That is pretty intense. Cool. I've never heard anybody... Uh... <laughs> Take that same that's a that hell way. of a jump. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would have been mind-blowing, especially this one where everything is very detailed and bright and colorful. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, but yeah, I think it would help somewhat to zoom it out. I can see what they're saying. Um, you do get to see more of the uh, off-screen obstacles as you're approaching them. Maybe not zoom out too much more, but I, I can understand that that thought, that thought process, though. But, uh, but yeah, I love the sprites. I love... The colors, uh, everything about it was so in your face. Like it was, it was, it was an experience for sure. The first time you put on Sonic, um, Rocket Sauce. How about you? What do you think of the graphics? It's perfect. It's great. Uh, <laughs> all right. Moving on. Uh, oh no, no. What's it called? Like I love. I mean, like there's like little things too. Like you can see like when Sean, when Sonic uh, jumps in that little ball, and you can see like the little white like in the ball, like the little glare. I like little stuff like that, and the, the details in the background. Are just great. I, lo- I love everything about it. It's it's great. Yeah, the backgrounds right. are some of the best part of the design. Mm-hmm. Like when you're when you're in any of the games, when you you can just stand around and look for a while, and you see the the backgrounds like they move, and if it's like there's lights blinking, and yeah. it, it's so cool. It's so cool, and the amount of detail that they put in too, even as far back as Sonic One. Like if you look at Labyrinth Zone, mm-hmm. which is like a buildup of stones. And some of the stones have that interesting sort of filigree carved into it. And some of them are actual, like, round stones. And some of them are proper rectangular ones. And they think of everything. And uh, Rocket just said something that reminded me. When you play Sonic 2 with Tails and you go into a spin dash, you see Tails, little Tails sticking out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Little Tails sticking out. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) And all the little propellers when he starts running fast, too, how it turns into, like, a little propeller going... I love that. I think it's great. The illusion of him going fast like that, I think it's great. Like using it as like a fan to push himself like a boat or something. That's pretty cool. Uh, There's amazing attention to detail. Yeah. There really is. Um, which brings up the uh, the different enemy types um, also on the term of graphics. Um, I thought the same thing. All very detailed, all very unique. Um, there were some enemies that were frustrating <laughs> as hell and uh, and some you just like jumping on. Um, <laughs> yeah, what did you guys think of all the different enemy types or any of that frustrated you or stood out to you how about uh, jeremy how about you uh no i didn't really have any issues with any of the uh enemies 
Um, you know, talk, going back to the, the story and saving about uh, Sonic saving his friends, I was obsessed with that when I was a kid, trying to kill all the enemies that I could to save all the little oh. animals. <laughs> That's awesome. I got to free the animals. <laughs> I didn't do that so much in this playthrough. But <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. It's very kind of you. <laughs> I like that. How about uh, how about you, RetroPixel? That little D hole in Springyard Zone when you walk through the the little gates with the lights, mm -hmm. it would almost call him over to you. He's like a mm -hmm. precursor to the Metal Sonic. I don't oh, know if you yeah, can yeah, hit that yeah, little yeah. bastard. Fuck you can, and, and you use the lights as your indicator. Like that's your hint when you when you come well, across exactly, one. But I found that if you jump over that, you can almost skip calling him. But if you run through that gate, it's like you know, it's a little security pass, and that's when he shows up. And it's like as soon as he came into the screen, it was just like, oh bloody hell, I'm losing my damn rings. Yeah. There's a there's a gotcha. trick to it. Like you got because you, you're almost always going on one of those downhill corridors. Yes. Yeah. And then you, you roll through that gate. So if you stop and immediately jump backwards, he'll roll right underneath you, and then you can just pounce. On him. Oh, okay, because I've always had him behind me because like, he stops and he sits there and he glares at you like, you know, I'm going to hit you. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just hits you. It doesn't matter where you go. You're fucked. He is. He's a little pissant for sure, but yeah. like, he, you learn the lights are, are your indicator. That's the gate, as you said. So once you see it, immediately jump backwards and he'll roll right underneath you. Well, that's a hell of a thought. I appreciate the tip. Tips. There you go. Uh, Lo, how about you? Um, I think we've already mentioned... A bit before like I, I don't know i'm a sonic 2 girl so i kind of mm -hmm. just remember all of those guys <laughs> um what i will say i know a lot of people were complaining about the little millispike guys in marble zone yes yes don't jump on them roll into them yeah roll into their face and they'll never be a problem for you yeah, just press down yeah <laughs> yeah oh technically down and forward because we got no spin dash in that right, one <laughs> right right yeah yeah spin dash would have really taken care of them um, Rocket Sauce, how about you? Uh, for, I guess, Lo just brought it up, those Milla spike things, or those caterpillars with the spikes on them or something like that. I always thought they were pain. Yeah. Uh, I, and it's, it really is just because, you know, I just want to jump on them. I can't, I can't help it. Because then, like, if you don't jump on the very front of their head, they break into little pieces and they can hit you twice, basically. So, <laughs> uh, like, if you break, if you jump right in the middle, the, the whole thing will, like, break in, like, eight pieces. So, yeah. uh... And if you're in front of it too, like those spikes can keep bouncing towards you. So that's that's the, like the little guy I think I hate the most, basically in the entire game. Uh, yeah. But Sonic Two is probably that uh, starfish guy that's in an, uh, Metropolis Zone. That's those oh, are the worst. Because yeah. like oh, sometimes I don't see them. Don't get me yeah. started. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like those guys with the spike balls that spin around them and then they shoot at you slowly. Oh yeah, and hilltop. I, yeah, I hated having to wait for those to to shoot. I think they might have been in um, Starlight Zone too. Yes, I think they were. Yeah. There's some Both rehashes of the... Sorry. I was just going to say, there's rehashes of the, the anime designs. Like, there's the, that fly character in the first game, and he turns into that sort of wasp character in the second game, and they both fire their little stinger at you. Uh, yeah, good point. I never thought of that. It is a rehash. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes they just change the color. <laughs> good enough. We're good. All right, cool. So that's the enemies. Um, yeah. Before we get into our lasting impressions and everything, was there anything that we didn't cover that you guys wanted to bring up? Uh, Did we get it all? I think so. Wow, I'm impressed. All right, let's get into our I, lasting well, impressions. This is just my apologies. That's okay. I will bring up one. Like I said, um, for anyone that's missed out on Sonic CD, mm -hmm. 
there is some gorgeous friggin' cutscenes that are like animated, like true '90s cheese nostalgia animated that you are 100% missing out on. Hmm. It is worth if you don't have a Sega CD to play. If you don't want to buy the game and download it and whatever the hell you want, at least watch the Sonic CD cutscenes on YouTube because they are absolutely freaking gorgeous. And it is some of the best damn animation that you will see from the early 90s. Okay, cool. I'm definitely going to check out Sonic CD. Um, I think Sonic CD and Sonic 3, I'm really, or Sonic and Knuckles, I guess I should say. I'm really looking forward to trying out more than anything right now. Um, Yeah, that's what I've definitely got from this so far. Um, so, well, let's start with you, RetroPixel. Let's hear your, uh, your overall thoughts in the game. Um, do you feel it still holds up today kind of thing? Would you still recommend this to people today? And just your overall thoughts. 100% yes. Um, I don't want to call it the Mario fanboys, if you will, because <laughs> I grew up, I'll be honest, I got a Super Nintendo first, but I've always, well, I shouldn't say always, but for the most part, I kind of like the underdogs better. And for a short period of time, the Genesis was actually top dog. It actually surpassed Nintendo for a short period of time. Yeah. But I've always thought the Sonic games were technically better in my opinion. That's 100% my opinion. There's no <laughs> wrong answer. Like I said, I'm sure I'm going to get a shitload of people jumping down my throat trying to throw grenades down me. I personally just like them better. The earlier ones. I mean, some of the Mario titles further on i like quite a bit but when you take the original sonic titles for me personally like i said 100 percent opinion i think they hold up just a slight bit better just for me though fair enough i think um you could make the argument that it's like the pepsi and coke argument um both series are great and some people just like one over the other that's all i mean neither of them are bad uh, I think that I think that argument could be made. Um, some people wouldn't agree with us, but <laughs> but yeah. All right, cool. How about uh, Rakasas? Let's hear your overall thoughts, and would you still recommend this to people today? Um, to recommend to people today, yes. Uh, I know some people still don't like it, even though after playing it. But uh, I still think this game holds up well. Uh, all of them do. Um, before, I would say, before this month, I would probably say back in the day, if you're going to see. Mario 1, 2, 3 plus World, uh, back in the day, compared to Sonic 1, 2, 3 plus Knuckles. If you're going to compare them against each other, uh, up until probably about this month, I would have told you I thought the Mario series was better until this month, when I actually sat down and played all four of them in succession in about a week. Uh, uh, and then, I, like I said, I played it, and now I'm going to change my tune. I think the Sonic games are, are superior to the Mario. Wow. And it's just not just me being... Uh, a Sonic or a Sega fanboy, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I, well, the Mario series today is better. Uh, but if you're going to go by that general area for the 2D platformers, I'll take the Mario ones or the Sonic ones all day over them. Yeah, uh, it's just, it's just something about like, maybe it's like, uh, like I said, I've, I've recently replayed Sonic or Mario 1, 2, uh, 3 in World and uh, World's probably my favorite game maybe out of the whole series, but if you're going to ask me for the, the series in general, I'm going to say Sonic because some the length, like, they, it doesn't out, overstay its welcome. It's, it's you know, it's, uh, and they, they made improvements as they went along, 
And I like, I just, something about it, it's just, it really, to me, like, the music, I think, might be better. Uh, I don't know. I just, I prefer uh, the four games, I guess, now. Uh, my, my tune's been changed, I guess, if you will. Wow, that's very interesting to hear that it's changed from this month. Hmm. You don't mind me. Um, so on one little tidbit with sure. uh, what Rockus also just mentioned. The Mario games, you can always skip levels, whereas I feel that there was never really a world skip with Sonic games. There was never an easy way out. Mm-hmm. That's part of what kept a nostalgia for me. I couldn't just run through the whole damn thing very quickly and skip two, three, four worlds at a time. And other than that, even up to this day that I'm aware of, Nintendo has never put in an effort to make you want to get achievements for the older titles. Now, I can't say personally that it is Sega's doing, but again, like uh, the rehashes and the multiple compilation discs that you get on like, you know, PlayStation 3 and otherwise, Mm -hmm. there's achievements for doing specific things in the Sonic titles. Nintendo has never incorporated that nostalgia for people to try and aim for. Hmm. And if that exists, I honestly am not aware of it. No, I, I don't know of it, if it does. Um, yeah. That's, not- that's a testament to the gameplay, though. Like, um, I, I can tell you I don't have a fuck to give about achievements, but I'm sure that the things that they lined up for achievements are things that I already do as a Sonic fan. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't really vocalize any of those sorts of things about the Mario games. Hmm, fair enough. I just think it's a nice bonus regardless how you look at it. It is, yeah, there's no doubt. Um, and actually, Plus, I was going to say one more thing about the Mario series that I just remembered. Right Seems out. like 2 and 3 are so long for, for a game that doesn't have like a save feature built into it. I know like the warps are there, but if you want to beat it from beginning to end, like Mario 3 is like almost like a four-hour game, and yeah. like for for a game with no save feature, that's that's uh, to me that's it it overstays its welcome sometimes uh, without having to maybe use warps or something like that. It's but if I want to play a game, I want to usually play it from. I don't want to skip half the game. I want to just play from beginning to end. You know. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. The Sonic games definitely are shorter. Um, you mm-hmm. can be be doing a in a quicker time. There's no doubt about that. Um. Yeah, I can see where that could be a positive. I can also see where people could argue it's it's a negative, but uh, like I said before, it's Pepsi and Coke. It's it, it's it's what you're into for sure, for sure. Um, Lo, how about you? What are your overall thoughts? Would you recommend this Sonic to people still today, twenty five years later? This has been such an interesting experiment for me with the Cartridge Club. Like, <laughs> if I had been the one choosing all the games for the Cartridge Club, I would never choose Sonic and I would never choose Mario. Hmm. Um, Not because they're not good games, obviously, but just because I feel like there's such a limited discussion to be had. But this has completely proven me wrong. Um, (laughs) Watching the forums, like I've been been trying to keep an eye on the forums because I'm Team Sega and this is my baby. Right, right. (laughs) Um, And just, you know, hearing hearing the uh, mostly complaints that have been coming from people, and it's clear that a lot of the Cartridge Club haven't, played Sonic for as long as it might have or as Rockets has and right. um, I, you know, I'm hearing people bringing things up and then somewhere in the back of my head I'm going what are you talking about and then you know Rocket hats off to you pal because you're, you're the one on there actually vocalizing this <laughs> and I'll say I'll, I'll come to your defense I'll just say I, I'm, I feel the same as you I'm not vocalizing it because I don't I don't know I, it's just not my you're polite uh, if, I guess I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to be courteous to people who don't have 25 years' experience with this game. But I understand everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. You and I are on the same page, pal. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy to see people going through this, and 
I just don't feel the same. But um, if there's anything I've learned, I have to say, like, uh, you know, absolutely, I recommend the game. Um, I also think it's the better platformer between this and Mario. And I've said before, actually, I think on this uh, podcast, um, I, most people who know me, they know I'm the RPG queen. I have a very complicated sense of gaming, and I, I love exploration and little things like that. And I remember when I first played one of the Mario games, just feeling extremely underwhelmed and being very like, that's it. Like, you run and you jump and you go down pipes. Oh, my God. You know? And well, I, you over time... Can I ask you a quick question before... Because I, I just was just curious about this. So, uh, did you play Sonic before you played Mario, or did you play Mario first? I have to think it was Mario first, but see, yeah. this is where my history comes in, because mm. for anyone who doesn't know me, um, chances are the reason I got into gaming is because I have an older brother, but my older brother goes through game systems like hookers. He just <laughs> never <laughs> never hung on to them, and so we get a Nintendo, and we get Mario, and we'd play for two days, and then he would sell it so that he could go out with his friends or something. Um, but when we got the Genesis, the Genesis was mine. I guarded that thing with my life. I still have it. I still have my original Genesis. And uh, most one? of my collection, yep, the Model awesome. 1. And uh, I've protected that. So I've spent more time with Sonic, and I, I understand that that's influencing my feelings about it. It is. But when I play Sonic, even today and even back then, and I kind of remember getting acquainted with this game 25 years ago and, and feeling like between the ring system versus the coin system, and the ring system is a little more intricate, there's just more to this game. There's more meat to Sonic than there is to Mario for me. And I, I, you know, I've learned since then that Mario has a lot more to offer than just running and jumping. But <laughs> <laughs> at, at its baser level, this is my my feelings toward it. And so I just I do I feel like Sonic is the better the better series. But um, I think it's been it's been said on the forums time and time again. You know, if you play Sonic One and you don't like it, move on to Sonic Two. Give it a shot. Check out the evolution of the series because it really does change pretty significantly without ever losing uh, what makes it a Sonic the Hedgehog. So that's why we're going to pretend like the modern games just don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we sort of stop after uh, Sonic and Knuckles, I think, most people. Um, but yeah, that's a good... So you would still recommend it then? Even, uh, like you said, if you don't like number one, check out number two and see if that's maybe for you. And try not to go into it thinking it's going to be Mario, because it's not. And it's very interesting because when uh, this was first brought up, um, it was said that we were going to just do the original Sonic. And uh, I didn't want to do that because I want, I, I've, I've always heard 2 was the best, so I wanted to do 2. Um, that's how it ended up being. We're, we're doing all of the trilogy and Knuckles because we didn't couldn't really settle. I didn't want to – I wanted to convince people whether to like Sonic or not. And I was told Sonic 2 would be the one to do that. Um so instead, we just went with the whole trilogy. So uh, like Lo said, if you don't like one, just check out two because that seems to be the overall favorite. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, very good. Jeremy, your uh, your lasting impressions, and would you still recommend this to people today? Uh, yeah, I would recommend it to people. Um, I think anyone who's into retro gaming, it's a quintessential title to pick up and play, uh, especially for, I think, the majority of people growing up with Nintendo consoles probably use this as a as a Mario game or Sega's Mario or whatever and right, right. may not uh, know how different it actually can be. Yeah, I, w I would recommend this game more from a historical aspect, but if I was trying to convince someone that Sonic was a, 
a game that was competitive to Mario, I'd probably recommend Sonic 2. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Um, as far as uh, lasting impressions, it was nice to finally exercise those demons of Labyrinth Zone. <laughs> get, get through Congratulations, that. my friend. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I don't think it's something that I would necessarily go back and play too often, um, and it's not something that I have played too often in the past 25 years, mm-hmm. just because, and it's not really anything against the game, it's more the genre, I'm just not big into platforming. Mm-hmm, uh, fair more of an RPG fan, so... Yep, fair uh, enough. Yeah. And it's funny that uh, people are, are saying... Because even when, with Mario, you're not going to recommend somebody go play the first Mario if you're if you're trying to convince them to, to play Mario. Right, it's right. definitely not the best, the best of the series, so... Mm-hmm. I think this is kind of a similar thing. Although I actually enjoyed the first one more than the second one so far. So far. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, with that said... Um, I will ask the the entire group one last question, just sort of pure shits and giggles. Sure, go for it. What out of the 16-bit era of Sonic games would you consider playing again that you hate the most to try and fall in love with it? Hmm. Uh, See, I I don't hate any of them. I actually like... I got something out of everything. Uh, I guess maybe Sonic... Sonic 3 plus Knuckles, just because the music isn't as good. Maybe just to like try to like the music a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did like the little changes to it, like the little level designs that are different, the sub bosses, uh, the character changes. I like. I to me, there's isn't for for this. There to me, there isn't a bad game in the series. And I guess the just the the le- my least favorite would be three plus Knuckles. I guess and just me just to try to like it even more. So. Oh. Um. Well, before actually we do it, we have uh, in the club here, I don't I don't know if you guys have uh, had a chance to do one yet. We do three-word reviews. So at the end of the podcast here, all three, all of us are going to come up with our own three-word review of the game. Review it however way you want using only three words. And um, we also have it out on Twitter. So we're actually, I'm going to go ahead and read those off. So while you guys think of your three-word reviews, and then I'll get to you in a bit. Gotcha. All right. So let me go bring that up here. Now I got to be careful. We're switching the hashtag. It's currently hashtag 3WR, but we're switching it to hashtag CC3WR. Uh, Vintage Video Game Geek came up with that because 3WR actually means something else. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and try and find these now. Okay, first up we have uh, Dean from Round 2 Gaming, and he says way past cool, and that's his three-word review. Uh, Rambox has competition breeds excellence. I agree with that. Musty Hobbit says, no, my rings, which I think we can all agree with. <laughs> um, Critical Failure says, more Jaleel White, but I think he's making fun of... Uh... The cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, then we have Vintage, and he says, better than Mario, and he spells Mario <laughs> the way I say it. <laughs> So I guess he likes it. Critical failure. Oh, I oh I see. He he had a joke one, and then he had a real one. So um, I'm technically the only sp- his his other one is go fast game. So that one actually is appropriate to the game. So I'll read that one instead, um, and I'll edit out the other one so nobody gets mad at me. <laughs> um, let's see here. What else do we have here? Diego Avila says I'm not good. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then five game suicide has Sand Hill Zones real. Because he's posted out in the desert there. And has a picture of a real desert. <laughs> Alright. Um, oh, 
What do we have here? Oh, I thought D. Oh, I, I misread Dean. That wasn't actually Dean's uh, review. Dean's review is definitely not urine. So uh, I misread that for his. Um, let's see here. I think that's it for a 3WR. Now I got to go. No, there's, there's, there's some more in there. Oh. I got to go do CC3WR next. Oh, though. okay. <laughs> let's see. We got two hashtags this month. Because I'm phasing it out. Okay. So. We have Raiho. He says, could have been faster. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, Yoshi Knuckles says, needs more continues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tony Brazel, Brazel the Gamer, says, could be better. <laughs> so it's nice to see the mix here. It's nice to see the mix. Uh, Big Sexy Joe Bailey, Toku Joe. He says, better than Mario as well. Just like Vintage. Wow. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, I see. So, Dar- it was Darren the Gaming Pilgrimage. His was way past cool. That That's the three-word review. I read it as Dean's by mistake earlier. Um, <laughs> Retro Nonsense Duke says, Sonic's number one. Um, <laughs> if anybody remembers, Duke used to say Sonic is urine. So, by saying Sonic's number one, I think he's kind of making a joke. <laughs> But we'll Not a very on. funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Rocket Sauce would appreciate mm. that one. Does that make Mario number two? Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Let's move on here. <laughs> Pam says, stop and go. And I have to agree with that. That's a good three-word review because if you go into Sonic thinking you're just running, you are going to be shocked when you do have to stop and go. Um, Liam, the Donovan Viper, says, get off my rings. So I think he's upset when people take his rings. Um, yeah, did I get all of them? Well, I'm seeing, yeah. All right, I think I got it all. If I've missed yours, please let me know, and I will give you three extra words to use however you want in future reviews. I think I got them all, though. Okay, so now let's get to ours. Let's start with Rocket Sauce. Well, you know, there's a couple people comparing uh, Sonic to Urine this month, uh, oh on the Mario fanboys. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a little joke on it, I guess, you know, because they're calling it Urine. I'm gonna call or I'll say my three word review is I'm gonna say Golden Shower Greatness. <laughs> <laughs> well said, well said. I like that. Turning it around, I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeremy, do you have a three word review prepared? Yeah, uh, mascot without pants. Love it. <laughs> and you summed up Sega. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Um, let's go with Retro Pixel. Mine will be necessarily a sentence, but literally three separate words. Okay. Skill, mm-hmm. precision, attitude. That's perfect. That's a perfect three word review. <laughs> and I think he sums it up pretty well, too. Okay. Lo, let's hear it. So being the, the Cartridge Club queen affords me a couple of privileges, oh uh, including but not limited to having a permanent three-word review okay. that has uh, worked out nicely for me in a number of situations, and <laughs> that is normally Darren is wrong. However, <laughs> yeah, <doesn't> however <laughs> I, have, uh, I have conferred with the Gaming Pilgrim, and it turns out I need to amend my statement ever so slightly for this particular podcast. Okay. And my three-word review is Darren isn't wrong. Wow. This is amazing. <laughs> Set in history books here. I, I might need to implement a new one, though, which is Fuck You, Curtis. <laughs> That's for uh, just... the Resident Evil 4 one? Is that You want to I'm... go back and change it for that one? Turns out Curtis and I don't really agree on anything, so... Oh, 
I see. That's too bad. That's too bad. Love you, Curtis. <laughs> he feels the love. Don't don't worry about Curtis. He feels it. All right, cool. Well, that's it. that's it for the three word reviews then. Um, yeah. Uh, I just realized I didn't do one. Um, I will say, um, I. Uh, that's that's one word. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Which I was shocked about. So let's move on. With that said, that is Sonic. That is the month of Sonic. June is officially over. Unbelievable. Um, been waiting for this for a while. I was really curious to see how the club would react, and uh, I think it worked perfectly. A lot on both sides. So, with that said, I'm going to give everybody a chance to plug your channels and blogs and whatnot again. Um, so first up, Lo, thanks for being here. Let everybody know where they can see you. Uh, you can find me on andthenshegames.com. Pretty much everything is linked from there, mm-hmm. um, including my Twitter and whatever the hell else I'm doing. Okay, perfect. Well, definitely check out uh, Lo's uh, blog. Actually, you just did the E3 one, which I read. We had a very similar experience, I think. So, And I think you have a new one that just came out too, didn't you? Uh, the newest one should be Uncharted. Uncharted, that's right. So definitely head on over, check out Lois' blog. Always a good. And actually, let me just shamelessly tuck something in here. Um, I've got one going up next week. It's kind of a big deal for me. I need everyone's help. Oh, okay. So even if you don't read my website, if you hate me, please just check out (laughs) (laughs) my uh, end of June there blog because I need some advice. Okay, awesome. We will definitely plug the hell out of that. Don't worry about that. Okay, um, Retropixel. Thanks for being here, man. Let everybody know where they can find you. Oh, I really appreciate you guys uh, inviting me on. If there's ever anything in the future that I am a fan of, I would be more than happy to join again. Awesome, awesome. I would, I would love to just put that out there. I love it. Just, just to be included was awesome, but especially for this because it is something that is so near and dear to my heart. That's awesome. Yeah, we, we love feeling the passion on the episodes. Uh, but you can find me at retropixel.ca. Um, from there... You know, I got little icons and other bullshit floating around the page that has, you know, the Twitter and the Facebook and all that kind of crap floating around there and the YouTube and whatnot. Uh, but past that, you know, I'm just a big loser that just loves video games. So let's put it that way. I'm not a big <laughs> cheese by any means. Awesome. Now, that's that's the kind of passion that we like. Don't worry about that. <laughs> So definitely check out RetroPixel. And we'll definitely have you on again in the future, man. It'd be great. Oh, I appreciate it. If there's a game you guys want to contact me about and I know you know at least 4% about it, then I'll be on here. Awesome, awesome. And Jeremy, you're first time here too, buddy. Thanks again for being here, my man. Tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, thanks for having me on here. Um, Twitter.com slash Jeremy3EB. I think that's the address. Uh, YouTube also is Jeremy3EB. Um, and speaking of which, you promised me... Third, more third eye blind discussion. I don't think You're we got right. enough of it. <laughs> we'll throw it in there I, right quick. What's your favorite song? I, I didn't realize this was a video game podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I was the nerd. It was misleading. <laughs> they're, they're on tour right now. Uh, you know, let's give a little plug to that. No. All right. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, thanks for having me on here. I really appreciate it. Oh, it was great good, having uh, you here. Yeah, it's and, a good uh, podcast. If we ever have a a Third Eye Blind episode, you will definitely be the first one called, (laughs) trust me. Excellent. (laughs) Did they do any soundtracks for any games, do you know? Uh, God, did they? I don't know. Get back to me. Yeah. (laughs) It must be included on one of those, like, driving games or skating games. I would think, There have to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. A Tony Hawk or something. Definitely, definitely. 
Oh. Okay, cool. Um, Rocket Sauce, thanks again for being on again, my man, and tell everybody where they can find you. All right, you can uh, find me on Twitter at it's Rocket Sauce. Uh, once again, thank you for having me. Uh, Sonic, I love the Sonic games on the Genesis. They're very close to my heart. Uh, I'm very glad you uh, chose my 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 nomination for June because I was the one making the big push for this one with the hashtag Sonic in June. Uh, it was it was just something when I noticed that Sonic's anniversary was there for the 25th. I figured we're three seasons in, almost four seasons into the Cartridge Club, and we have yet to. <laughs> Touch one of the biggest icons in gaming, you know, so it's, yep. I'm very glad uh, we were able to finally get to uh, a Sonic game for a change. And thank you for having me, and I really appreciate being here. That's awesome, man. Yeah, we were happy to have you. It was Your hashtag definitely made a big difference, but it was the horse head you put in my bed that really uh, solidified yep. it. <laughs> you, know, you were having a Sonic game. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta, you know, do what you, get, you, know, you, do you, what gotta, you gotta do. That's right. You gotta get that Sonic. All right, guys. You well, offer, again. You can't refuse. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Um, if this interests you, if you are interested in getting in on the Game of the Month, head on over to www.cartridgeclub.org. Uh, we have forums there. We play a new game every month where we discuss it. And at the end of the month, we have a podcast where we uh, talk about our experiences. So, yeah, definitely head on over there if you're interested. Next month, we are playing Majora's Mask. Um, I'm looking forward to playing it. I've never finished it before. I owned it when I was young, but did not get a chance to beat it. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to playing through it. With that said, guys, we are wrapping it up. So uh, enjoy the rest of your days, everyone, and thanks again for being here. See you guys. Yeah, you're well. Take it easy. Sega. <laughs> <laughs>